I mean, I don't care where we eat tonight. It's 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 uh, it's fine. Oh, hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Two Guys in a Podcast with Ben and Colin. <laughs> I'm Ben, and I'm Colin. Thanks for joining us. Let's start the show. All right, we're back. By golly, it has been so long. I feel like since I've been on this couch. Um, ben, how are you, man? How is your how is how have you been, dude? I'm doing good, Colin. Have you forgotten how to do this? I feel like it. We've had a heck of a morning figuring all this out with uh, technical difficulties and everything else, but I think we finally got it all ironed out. Trip to Walmart later, and we're ready to go. But you buddy. like you uh, were super negative about Walmart. Oh, I don't like Walmart. I never so have liked Walmart. One, you know that there's one of your things that could annoy you or urge you. <laughs> you know, as I've, I've been talking about things that you know we could talk a long time about things that bother us. And that's one of the things. <laughs> so, how was your vacation? Um, exhausting. Was it? It was, oh my gosh. Well, so we walked 56 miles in six days. Yeah. Uh, which is about average, I guess. I, I think Disney 10 to World. 12 miles a day is... Um, we're talking about Disney World, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good. My, my biggest um, hang-up on the whole thing is that my children, I've apparently raised children that don't appreciate anything they're given. um so like uh my eldest um thankfully i was walking with my youngest the whole time april unfortunately was walking with my oldest so the younger one was better oh yeah yeah he was he was awesome i mean he 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 wasn't just obviously he wasn't just like super jazzed all the time Mm -hmm. but i mean he was right in there whatever he's my bulldozer he's my guy you know and so but uh, the other one it was walking with the wife back a little bit further back so i didn't hear anything but she said that he complained every single step of the way do you feel like you show any favoritism whatsoever i feel like i did this week okay (laughs) for sure i told you before i'm kind of on a facebook strike right now but when I looked at your page, you have a lot of pictures of your younger boy. Oh, you think so? Uh, yeah. I mean, and I've been accused of showing favoritism too, but I, I think yours are only two years apart, right? Yes. See, mine are four. So Jack had four years of just solitude. Of yeah, just, just him. He was the big number one grandchild, son, sure. nephew, you, you know, all that cousin, whatever. And, uh, then Luke came along and bless his heart, you know, he just kind of has got all the scraps, you know? Right. Oh yeah. But I, I feel like it's a little bit reversed on yours. Well, because yeah, because I, I feel like you, at least publicly, it looks like you post a lot more Luke stuff than you oh, do. Oh, see, Landon. now I feel bad. I'm going to have to start posting more yep, Landon I feel pictures. sorry for Landon. Sorry, <laughs> sorry Landon. <laughs> well, um, the thing about it is, and I, and I, which I don't know if you've experienced this or not, but, but Landon, who's eight now, he is starting to, get into that i feel like kind of teenager-y phase independent. yeah he's just more independent he doesn't necessarily need us as much as he used to um and what i mean by that is he's developing his own interest he, he's starting to get a mind so is that gonna own. crush you being yes. a family guy that yes. you are 100 percent. i yes. mean like when yeah. he's like you're like hey come here the new whatever is out and he's like i don't care yeah it, 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 it's you, already starting to like like because <laughs> so like he was he was complaining one day while we were on vacation i said you know what I, I i just i'd had it and i said you know what i said i'll just never bring you back to disney world again how about Ooh. that and you know what he says he says yay and puts his hands up whoa i said all right well that's fine i guess we'll just bring luke Jeez. next time yeah so that wow. was so you know that's that's pretty heartbreaking and i feel like i feel like that's kind of 
one of those kind of teenagery things that happened that supposedly happened. Yeah, um, but at eight years old. Oh yeah, I know. That's what I, I thought. Mean, I wasn't. Was I'm not ready for it. it. What was he kind of throwing tantrums the whole time? Um, yes and no. He just he was tired of walking because it was our first strollerless visit. You know, oh, wow. of course, yeah, and so of course he hasn't been in. So when's the last? Yeah, I was gonna say when's the last time he went? Uh, I mean, it's been three or four years for him. Okay. Um, of course, I don't know really if Luke remembers a lot of the last time he was there, because, but I mean, you know, and and don't get me wrong, I mean, it was a good trip. It was just it was exhausting. Um, one thing in particular, and this, I'm not to get too sappy, but one thing in particular I I don't like about like those big family vacations like that is like I I rarely even saw my wife i felt like okay um whenever we take trips and stuff i i mean you know contrary to what i feel like society tells you anymore i like my wife i love my wife Mm. and i like to spend time with her and i just felt like that entire week we were just so engrossed with the boys and just everything else that was happening we just didn't have time for each other and that really tears at me okay um and then what she didn't feel good one of them days or a couple of them days. And, and so she went back to the hotel with the kids at some point. And so we kind of separated a couple of times. And I don't know, to, to me, that is not, that's not what I sign up for, I guess, you know, but I, I do understand too. It's about the kids. I get that, you know, well, it's about the family. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, I found myself missing her a lot. So then like when we got home, we had two days off before we each had to go back to work, which I mean, we were still busy there because we had some stuff going on in town, but it was just nice to, I'd like, I told her, I said, boy, I said, it's really good to see you again. You know, cause I did, I just, I just felt like I didn't see her at all. And, and that, I just, I hate that so much. Cause I really do like spending time with her. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, that's the thing is that I think you spend your whole life away basically, but you're, and you're different. We've had these discussions like you, when your kids and wife are home, you're spending every waking second with them. And then when they go to bed, it's calling time. Yeah. Oh yeah. But for me, uh, like, for instance, I'll go pick up Jack here at 2 o'clock today, and he'll be like, I'll say, how was your day, buddy? It was good. What would you do today? Oh, nothing. Uh, oh, did uh, did you have fun with any buddies? or anything? Yeah. Yeah. And then we get home, and he'll go back to his room, and he'll get his iPad or whatever, which actually he's, he's kind of being punished right now because of a report card. He got a C. Oh. And uh, it, it wasn't because he's not capable. It was because he just didn't turn in assignments. Right. And it really made me mad. So he's being, you know, electronics are being taken away for a while now. But uh, uh, I've experienced the not need you anymore for a while. You know, he's 12. And um, Luke, same kind of thing. But that's because he's got big brother. Right. You know, Luke, I'll pick him up at 3.30, and he'll be like, where's Jack? Oh, really? And I'm like, uh, he's at home, bud. And he's like, all right, well, uh, I can't wait to see him. And I'm like, what about me? You know, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, I will get home, and he'll run back there to the back room, and it's if it's if I want to go back there or not. And then they're watching stupid cartoons <laughs> that I just cannot what are they relate watching? to. What are they watching? These I don't days? even know what they're like, uh, – I don't even know what they are. Like they're they're obviously they're like they have a Netflix Kids account, uh-huh. so so it's nothing, nothing too bad. Yeah. No, and then they, they like I've trained them through life to like old school stuff too. So like they watch Scooby Doo, like I'm talking about the '60s Scooby Doo, and then like uh, you know they've occasionally slipped into the SpongeBob, which I never got into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I'm not real crazy. About I don't. I don't. About them that's one that, of the off limits shows at our house. It's not off limits. I just don't care for it very much. You know, like uh, they're really going through a Powerpuff Girl phase. Isn't that weird? Did you ever watch that when you were growing up? 
it's a girl show. Not necessarily. I used to watch it when I was a kid. What are you trying to say? Uh, you also had Beanie Babies, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I just, I guess I'm just so like, I don't know, old school in my ways. Like if anything was about like, uh, you know, Barbies and stuff, I just was like, nah, you know, like no thanks. And the fact that it had Powderpuff Girls in the title, Power, had, Power, not Powder. Power Whatever. Puff. Power. Power Puff it's Girls. Puff Girls was enough for me to be like, no thanks. <laughs> I mean, uh, I still to this day don't care for women that are like superheroes and stuff. Well, like, hey, that's I, funny. Actually, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you mentioned that. So I'm a sexist I, pig. What can I say? Well, you know, somebody has to be in this, yeah, in exactly. this show. Yeah. Uh, and that's your character. So that's what we're going to do. <laughs> but, um, but no, we... Um, that's funny though that you mentioned that the whole women empowerment thing. Um, I'm all for women empowerment, you know. Well, I'm, I'm all... not against it. No, it's just, I know. It's, it's I, not I something know. I want to watch on TV. Well, so I, I mentioned to you earlier that I've that I said I think my exact words was I've taken a new lover, and uh, and that was um, I've, I've been watching Rings of Power on Amazon, which is mostly about Galadria. Is that Galadriel? Right? Yeah. Oh, Galadriel. The, the, sorry. K- K- sorry, Brock. <laughs> K- sorry. Yeah. Kate Blanchett's character. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I'm going to lose him because I'm going to talk pretty positively about the no, show. I, I, a pause real quick here. Uh, Brock did email me and said that, or text me, I'm sorry, and he said that he feel, he fears that you took that out of context. He doesn't like the show because he is a one million percent loyalist to the novels. To Tolkien himself, the, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a uh, Professor Tolkien, you know, he's, uh, he's big into that. And anything that veers off of that, he's going to be negative. Yeah. And so he's he claims that he hates the show because of that. It's not the fact that it's not a good show. Right. It's that he looks at that and he's like, That's not how they would that's not how it happened in the books, you know, and well, you know, it's hard for him to accept that. So what what I was mentioning with the female empowerment thing is like Galadriel on that show is is I mean, she's she's a badass on the okay. show. I mean she's she's a warrior woman and everything. But what they do I feel like I feel like on shows whenever they do have a strong woman character they they just hit you in the face with it, dude. It's like I am woman here. Well, that's me what roar. I'm kind of saying. Like but, that's that's but, part of the woke society. Well, now. And, and see, that's what I like so much about Rings of Power is Galadriel. Like I said, is she is tough. She is a you know, warrior woman. But they don't just they don't remind you she's a woman all the time. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's, and and yeah. that and that's what I think. That's what I think Rings of Power does right because it is it shows you it is possible to have a show with a very strong female lead and not just be like, hey, did you notice she's a woman? Hey, did you notice she's a woman? You know what I'm saying? They keep telling you, I am a woman. Guess. And, and, and I don't know. It just it really bugs me. Kind of like, okay, like the uh, the scene in uh, Endgame. Well, that you was, know what I'm saying? That I, is what you're talking about that is just blatantly. Yeah, down well, your that's throat, what I'm talking about. Like, obvious. You know, but it's just very subtle. It's very subtle. Rings of Power does it right. The funny thing about the Endgame scene was is how completely unnecessary was that? Because when you watch it, even like going back to watch it, let's say that she did need their help, right? Let's say it was, let's say it was Iron Man, Captain America. Let's say it's the, it was the guys. Mm-hmm. She. <laughs> She literally just flew off by herself through everything and didn't like, hey, a little help here. Like she didn't do any of that, right? Like right. she just took off, and the rest of them just had their little moments of like, yeah, you know, like <laughs> I just. I, anyway, you could have put dudes in that moment, and it would have been still stupid. Like, yeah. she's not alone, you know. Yeah. Oh my, like Jack was, I think nine or eight when that came out, mm-hmm. and he, even he in the movie leaned over and goes. Really, Dad? <laughs> like, I mean, he. He said, "I've taught you well, son." He, but he re- he realized it. Yeah. He realized what the agenda was right there, and yeah. that's what I hate about like 
television movies today is that there's always an agenda, mm-hmm. you know. But I feel like Game of Thrones is doing a good job with it too, you know. Like they're not shoving it down your throat all the time, but it's the agenda is it's the first time a girl has ever been named an heir for yeah. the for the throne. But I guess, and but see, and but and, we're not constantly like. Well, see, that's that's what because I do I do feel like I, like I mentioned before they they always have to be like you know boy you're pretty tough for a woman or you know you're pretty tough you know and, and then they always too but that's remind the way it's you, always been dude well and there I know, are but, things out there that men can't do that women can and there's things that women can't do or that men can I mean it's just that's that's the way it is um, right which I well I, yeah and I mean I was talking I was talking actually to my mom on the way home uh, from work last night and. We were talking, and it's just it's just funny because you can you can have you can have a strong woman as a lead. You can have a strong black person as a lead. You can have a strong Asian as a lead without reminding you constantly, "Hey, like I'm black, black Panther." Hey, yeah, I mean, hey, I'm black. You know, I'm black. Hey, I'm you know Shang Chi. I'm Asian. You don't have to keep reminding us. We can see. We have eyes. That's the problem, though. They keep saying, "Well, well." The see, reason these problems exist is because they throw it in your face like that, and, and they keep reminding you over and over again. Look at, look at, look, look. It's look, like look, I mean, look. I have eyes. I know you're black. I right. know you're Asian. I know you're a woman. I get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead and, of just going to the theater and enjoying it, you yeah. have to be you have to be taught that over well, and over well, and over. That, and over of course, again. you know those lines in Black Panther, and I like Black Panther. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, it's one of my bottom three. But bottom but five. you know the whole the whole Michael B. Jordan, you know his his monologue when he's spoiler alert when he's dying. And he's like, bury me at sea where all of my, so many of my ancestors die right. on the way to, you know. Yeah. And, and then, like, and well, then, of course, his whole plan was to give guns to uh, black people. Yes. And I'm like, this is just such a racist thing to me. And it was nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, well, of course it was. Uh, but, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I, no superhero had ever been, movie that had ever yeah, been nominated, yeah. but an all yeah. black cast. Like, in a time. When they were, I think it was recently before that, or maybe it was right before that, whenever it was like, no black director had ever been nominated before. Or oh, something right. like that. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. A- anyway. Which, which, and I've talked about this before, and, and it's the same, and it's, we're all, me and you are probably speaking out of turn here just because we're, you know, we're just two white guys. But, um, like, I, I personally, if I was a minority, I wouldn't want to be recognized just because I'm a minority. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't want to be like, hey, I'm the first black actor to get an Oscar. I want to be, I want to be that guy that gets that Oscar because he genuinely did the best job. Right, and I think you know, I don't think there's anything behind it. Like in the past, I don't mean for in the past, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Well, and, I mean, but, there, but, there's been times where like the legitimate person won. Yeah, but like, know? let me ask you this, okay? Let me ask you this. So these like these posthumous. Um, uh, awards that they give to like Chadwick Boseman, who I love. I love him as an actor. I think he's a great actor. He was, he was really a fantastic actor. Forty two and all that stuff. Now on, which I don't think you saw it. That Ma Rainey's Black Bottom that he got that posthumous uh, Oscar for. No, like I do. Do I think that his performance in that movie necessarily deserved it over whoever else was nominated? Well, but there's the thing about the death stuff too, though. Yeah, they kind of like, well, they give it. They, they Heath Ledger. Yeah, they. I mean, well, well, but see, that was for Joker, right? Yeah, but I mean, who else was in that category? While we're talking, I'll look it up. But I, I just, I think sometimes we are too sensitive to death. Also, and yeah. Again, we're we're not talking about like a race thing there. He might not have deserved it. I mean, although Joker was, I mean, that was I know, pretty great. I, I, I know that he was amazing in that role, but it had never it had never happened before. 
you know, like where a superhero character had been nominated. Right. And, and I know that some people are like, well, it's not necessarily a superhero movie. Yes, it is. Well, I mean, and didn't Bozeman, didn't Bozeman get like the Emmy or something for what if? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Cause he, that was like his last, uh, voicing role. Um, I, I believe. Know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I couldn't tell you. But I, I think that we're a little too sensitive on the death stuff, too, sometimes. Like, it's just like, oh, how amazing was he? And that's that's where it goes back to, like, the times where, like, I've told you, oh, man, so-and-so died. And you're like, and? Yeah, I mean. Because maybe I've fallen in that trap before. I'm like, oh, I can't believe he's gone. Yeah. You know, and it really meant nothing to us as far as, like, how it affected our lives. Right. Now, obviously, their friends and family are yeah, deeply and I, affected. Yeah, and, and I don't, and that's the thing. Whenever I say so... I don't necessarily mean. I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying. No, I, don't, I know. What you I don't mean, mean any like, disrespect to their friends and family, but at the same time, like you, well, like like we've mentioned before, what does it do for my day to day? Nothing. And you, and you said before, you know, you you lament that we won't have uh, entertainment by them anymore, and I mean, I get that too. I so get that. Heath Ledger was nominated with Josh Brolin for Milk, Robert Downey Jr. for Tropic Thunder, Philip Seymour Hoffman for Doubt. And Michael Shannon for Revolutionary Road. I mean, that's a, you know, I guess out of those choices, Heath Ledger would be the one I'd pick. Yeah. I mean, man, Philip Seymour Hoffman was an amazing actor. Mm. I never, I don't even know that I saw Doubt, but it's the one about the Catholic, I think, uh, where they're both priests or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. for Tropic Thunder, that's a comedy. Like, yeah. why would... But, I mean, he was good. But he you was could argue that it. comedies are overshadowed at the Academy Awards. Why, why can't they be included? You know, like... Yeah. You know, I mean, they got the comedy. They got comedy. Uh, yeah, but they've never like, made it into like a best actor or a best picture. I don't think. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any best picture comedies. Maybe but like, see, but see, what's the problem with that though is that, and and I mean, you could say this about Hollywood in general. Boy, we are going through some subjects here. Uh, <laughs> Catching uh, up, baby. Yeah, Catching you, up. Yeah, you could say that about Hollywood in general, and and I've heard actually actors in interviews and stuff say that that they feel like comedies in general are criminally undervalued. Okay, so speaking of Hollywood, how do you feel about the superhero genre? Because they're they're talking about like there's lots of directors and articles saying that superhero movies are are ruining really, Hollywood, really watering down cinema. Um, I don't see here's, so I don't think the problem so much is with the superhero movie. I think it's with, uh, these franchises. Um, I think it's with sequels and stuff like that, because obviously the big, the big complaint is, you know, there's no original, original films in Hollywood anymore. Well, the problem is, is that the money is in sequels and franchises. And so that's what they're going to keep making. I guess you we know forget what that's what it's all about. Yeah. And that's, and that is, that's the bottom line. Cause I mean, it? if you were sent if you were, uh, you know, new line cinema and I'm over here being universal. We're yeah. obviously in it to make money. And if, yeah. if Michael Myers makes 150 million on the opening day, opening weekend, mm -hmm. I'm going to go, maybe yeah. I can make another Michael oh, Myers yeah. movie and make, you know, it's all, it's all money. It's all money based. That's yeah. all they make. That's all they don't care about. But as they, a fan, we forget that. Yeah, I agree. Which, and, which I mean, like that's what, um, I've had a lot of people. I've, I've talked to a couple of people that have seen, um, my favorite action movie of all time, bullet train. And they've really thought it was really good. And that's an original film. Will we ever see a sequel? I, I highly doubt it. They don't but does really, it need a sequel? No, they, it doesn't. And that's the thing. But the, see, that's the thing, though. Whenever you get a franchise... Okay, John Wick, perfect example. All right, now keep in mind, I have not seen two, three, or four. So I'm not going to... Oh, really? No, but I've seen the first one. And it was good. It was good. It was just a dumb action movie. 
Yeah, you I mean, know? that's the point, though. And yeah, I, I know it. Um, but again, like we mentioned, does that deserve a sequel? I don't know. I don't know. Well, there's times where like uh, we're we're in an age now, though. I think instead of movies, well, I'm sorry, what do you say? Instead of a a, th- a topic being a movie, I think it should be a show. Uh, and and by doing that, then it then instead of too many sequels, it goes too many seasons. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, because how episodic can you make a show like Star Wars? Right. I mean, we, we're, we've seen Obi Wan, we've seen The Mandalorian, yeah. we've seen Boba Fett, and we're just like, oh, that wasn't a really great episode. But if it was a movie, we'd be like, oh, Episode Eight was horrible. Yeah. And it's it's with us forever. It was two and a half hours, and it's just a crap fest. Whereas if it was a show. Oh, yeah, season two is not that great, but it picks back up at season three. That's a good point. It's a very good point. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and how much more intense could you make a superhero show? You know, instead of having like all, you know, killing a bad guy in one movie, you could have a buildup of the Joker over a whole season. And then, and then yeah. at the end, you put him in Arkham. And then by season five, guess what? Joker's back. back. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you know, and that's the thing, because you're right, because, like, movies are, are really anymore, and I hate this. I think fading. See, and I hate this so much, because I'm a big movie fan. And you're right, though, especially, which especially with, like, superhero movies and stuff, you have to get the introduction, character building, all that stuff, and then eventually, probably, usually, kill the character off. All in an hour and a half. Two hours. Two-hour movie, yeah. And and, and that's, that's just, like you said, it doesn't leave a lot of room for character development. Or you go, like, I don't know if you watched it already, you're not a big scary movie guy, I don't think, but Halloween ends. Mm-hmm. Michael Myers is in the movie 15 minutes out of a two-hour movie. What? 15 minutes I, 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 I want to say it's I, I, I might be like off by five minutes or so but I like, mean, isn't it like about him it's supposed to be wow but you know that's my, my whole point is is that I think movies are getting a little out of control with the sequels and stuff whereas you could just make it an episodic show and season show and you could really stretch it out for a long time we watch these movies like Dark Knight and all that and Batman's in it for 20, 30 minutes of a two and a half hour movie. Right. Whereas the Batman, they actually got it right. And he was Batman probably two hours of the two and a half he hour was, movie. He was in it a lot, yeah. Yeah. And I think they realized what they had, though, with that. They were like, ugh, we got this gothy looking Bruce Wayne <laughs> and we got this pretty cool looking Batman. Right. Let's let's keep the Batman story going. And I think that was, I think that was a good movie. Yeah. But uh, I don't know where I was going with that. But, uh, oh, I know what you was going to say. And this is another jump here. But, who like when you think of film villains? Mm-hmm. Who's the who's I the mean, Darth Vader's the, the obvious number answer. one? Yeah, oh, absolutely. All right. What what if you just think of villains all time, like TV and comics and film? Still Darth Vader? Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, okay. well, yeah. of course, you know that that brings in. See, I mean, but that brings. I guess in, you have to break it down into superheroes and stuff too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know. So who's superhero? Superhero wise, like who's just the biggest bad that I can remember? Yeah. I mean Thanos, but you're doing that because of film. Yeah, nah. You're talking about TV. Well, you're just talking about strictly TV. I, just, I was talking about superheroes. I didn't specify film, comics, or TV. I, I, my number one is the Joker. I always go to the Joker as the number one villain of all time uh, of superheroes. Oh, okay. Um, and then I think, you know, man, it's tough. But like number two would be, you know, probably. Uh, Magneto, you know, stuff like that. Like, I, I'm a big X-Men, a big Batman, a big Spider-Man guy. You know why? Because every day when I got home from school, guess That's what was on, on Fox? Yeah. Kids. Yeah. And 
that was my afternoons. I would be like, I gotta get home, you know. And I, I, I would sit there and I watch Spider Man, Batman, and X Men. I mean, I, I mean, freaking loved it. You're you're ignoring just the uh, the most devious, most. If you say Lex Luthor, no, harrowing, okay. most uh, just diabolically evil villain of any TV show ever. We're just ignoring him. Lord Zed, starting at season two of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <sighs> That's a joke. I'm just oh. teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But no, you're you're exactly right. And and as far as the TV versus Hollywood thing or movie thing. Um, I, I totally see that that's the way it's going because people, I mean, people aren't going to movie theaters as much anymore. They're just well, streaming. It used stuff. to be that way, obviously. Right, right. I, I think HBO has really changed the. Well, like you mentioned, like you mentioned in our um, in our dramas, uh, Sopranos, yeah, kind of blew the lid off all that. But and that but was... what what I'm trying to say though is that Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is now the best <laughs> roller coaster. Oh, wow, of all what time. a what a jump. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so what song did you get? Uh, we got um, Disco Inferno. Okay. Is the one we got. That's a pretty cool. good one. Yeah. It's a pretty good one. There's like but six or seven songs. I think there's six, yeah. And uh, September was one. So how many times did you ride it? Just the once, dude. We had uh, to pay for it, too, because uh, I didn't get in the virtual queue either time. So let's talk about that for a second. How, so your first day, you text me, and you're like, man, Genie Plus, woo! Yeah, you, yeah, Genie Plus were, is great. I love, I still love Genie Plus. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I totally recommend it, if I, you do it right. Because they, they advertise, you know, you'll get two, maybe three Genie Pluses a day. Okay. But we, I mean, consistently got four to five. Consistently. But they weren't top rides. I mean, not all of them, because no, you can only, do, you can only do top rides once. You can only do each ride once. No, I'm talking about you cannot sit here and tell me on a Bible that you got all of the, you know, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, Slinky Dog, and Millennium Falcon all in one day on Genie Plus. All right, I'll you tell can't, you. You can't tell me that. I, I took notes, and I'll tell you exactly what I got on that day on Hollywood Studio Day uh, for Genie Plus, okay? We did the okay, so saucer spin. That was our throwaway. Luke Luke wanted that. That don't count. Runaway railway. That that then okay. That that counts. Rock and rock and roller coaster. That's two. And then well, and what was good about that is our, we got it for my in laws too, and they couldn't ride roller coaster, so me and me and my son nice. went again. So that was cool. Um, we got a lightning lane for Toy Story Mania. That doesn't that count. Doesn't count. Dude. I know that doesn't count. And then uh, Smuggler's Run at the end of the day. So you got three. Um, one two. Uh, four if you include saucer spin. No, but but uh, yeah, yeah. So three, yeah, we'll say three. So but tell I mean, me, tell me a Magic Kingdom one. Okay, Magic Kingdom. We did um, da, 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 da. Barnstormer, which was a throwaway. No, I know. I, I know. I'll say yes or no when you tell me them. But see, you got to think. Okay, okay. I'm not talking. Don't don't even. Well, I got kids and all that. I don't care I know, about that. Yeah. I'm talking about the major rides. But you got to think though too about about like wait times though too. No. Okay, fine. Barnstormer doesn't count because that was even even no. a ten minute wait. Uh, Big Thunder Mountain. Yes. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Which Ooh, was, that's such a borderline one. I well, because it was it was never when we were there. It I'm going to say less no than, right now. It was never less than thirty minutes. Peter Pan. That's big one. And then Small World. Which no, again, so you got two that day. Okay. Okay. All right, you don't so, agree with that, dude? Space Mountain, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. That's a pay. Seven Dwarfs. Seven Dwarfs is not a. Uh, you can't ride that one without a. All right. So Epcot. Okay, go ahead with Epcot. Which I mean, Epcot doesn't have a lot of rides. No, anyway. no but uh, Soren. Okay, and then Living with the Land. That was an afterthought. We just did no. that. Spaceship Earth. That was an afterthought. No. We just did that. Guardians of the Galaxy, which we paid for, and then Test Track. So you got two 
of the three. I mean, if you've oh, actually, you got my... two, you got two of the four. I'm sorry, because Remy's is now on the on there. Oh gosh, let me tell you about that. Can I tell you about my, my Ratatouille adventure? Uh, first of all, we call it Ratatouille. Yep. I don't know why, but that's just what yep. they call it. What Luke calls it. So we got in line and in the standby, and the wait time was 200 minutes. Okay. Luke was dying to ride it. He was dying to ride it. I, I had no choice. I had no choice. Yeah, you do have a choice. Anyway, he was dying to ride it. So we got in line. We ended up, at the end of the day, waited an hour and a half. Whew. Yeah, which was long enough for that ride. Because, you know, they kind of tried to go the runaway railway it's route. It's a fun ride. Yeah, but did it not kind of just feel like to you, like you're on these cars, which is really cool. I love that. I love that type Trackless. of ride. Yeah. But did you not just kind of feel like you just, they kind of like wheeled you into another theater? You watched a scene, wheeled you into it's another exactly theater? exactly what you do. And I'm just like, this is. But the coolest part of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is the waterfall. That's well, the... the waterfall, well, yeah, but I mean, but I also like going through like actual different set pieces, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? Big theaters. Well, I mean, no, no. Yes. Well, they're room size theaters if you want to get into that. <laughs> big theaters. But, but, dude, but stuff And you're in them for five seconds. Stu- yeah, but stuff that's physically there. I like to see that it makes me feel like they made a little bit of an effort you're to put that in. You're nitpicking, man. I don't I mean, care. Like, so, I'm, I'm a Disney fan. I nitpick like it's in Let my me blood. tell you what's wrong with your Genie Plus love, love, All right, my fest. love fest. Yeah, let's hear it. The rides that you got your Genie Plus on <sighs> yeah. are rides that you can walk on. Not while we were there, but sure. That's that's wrong because it's a small world was a fifteen minute wait on the sign. It's we, a small world was a ten. I'll give we you waited that five one. minutes. I'll give you that. Every one. ride that says a time, it's five to ten minutes less than what it really is. Okay, so, so like small world, I give Pirates you. of the Caribbean walk on basically like tw- I say twenty minutes is like the most. I think when we had our fast pass, it was forty five. If you got the if you pay, which is around sixty bucks a day for the fast pass for the whole family, yeah, for four people. I think it's sixty three dollars. Well, they put it up to uh, twenty. It's, go, it's so, yeah, going so about up sixty. Now. Yeah, about sixty. Depending on what day you go, it's going up. Sixty eighty. Well, go ahead. Sorry. What, what I'm getting at is that you pay sixty plus dollars a day for the family of four, mm-hmm. and then what you're considering a success, I consider pissing me off. Like because you di- you did get some high class rides in there, mm-hmm. okay, but like only one or two. Is that worth sixty plus dollars? I don't know because I could have waited in line for Big Thunder for forty five minutes and, and got on it for free. It would have been forty five minutes of my time. Well, but then if you break it down, though, like I said, with I, which of course, and I'm counting. Did you have to skip anything? Did you get to ride every single ride at every yeah, par- every park that we wanted to? Yeah, that you wanted to. The only one, the only the only ride I can think of that we didn't. The only two, I'm sorry, that we didn't get to do this time just because we just straight ran out of time and it was an afterthought and. And but was um we didn't get the frozen ride which whatever and then well, that's a big ride and then the Mexico ride I like I always like that too you know I didn't know the Mexico ride existed until I got married to Katie really yeah I oh, didn't yeah, that's, that's, I didn't even I know it, it was I, love it. I didn't even know it was in existence I and like the I I just I don't know I'm some, counting the days down till until they change it to Coco because it, oh yeah. it will not last no. as Donald Duck right no now. you're right yeah because three Caballeros never nobody ever really right talks about so, that but okay so. What, let me tell you my Genie Plus. Like, that's what... Okay, so we get to Magic Kingdom, and we didn't do Genie Plus every day. Like, you know, we were like, oh, let's just let's judge it by the crowds and see how it sure. is. And our crowds were very similar. Maybe mine were a little worse than yours. I don't know. I, I, we didn't discuss that too much. But, like, we would we got there on a Saturday, or we, we, our first day was a Saturday, I think. Anyway, 
Um, we went to Epcot and we, uh, we were like, well, we're going to get there. You want to go ahead and just go to Epcot? Like we got there at like two in the afternoon or whatever. And we didn't have a park reservation, but it was after park hopping time. Mm-hmm. So, and as a pass holder, you can do whatever you want. And, um, so we went and we were, we paid for guardians. We were like, Hey, let's just pay for it and ride it. Oh, I know what it was. We had the after party. We did the, uh, after party at Epcot. It was a charity event. Oh, okay. And, um, uh, they had special, uh, characters there. Like power line was there. Like you could never meet him in real Disney time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they had like Donald Duck in a space outfit. Uh, they had, uh, uh, stitch with all the extra arms. Oh, that's cool. That's not normally there. They had uh, Mickey. He was Elvis. And, he was Elvis Stitch while we were there. Yeah, that was kind for of Halloween or whatever. Yeah. They had Mickey and Minnie and Goofy and Pluto in their race car outfits for over by Test Track. Oh, cool! And in the after hours event, you can get on and ride Test Track and Guardians of the Galaxy as many times as you wanted to. Almost no wait. The only thing you had to wait for was the stupid, uh, you know, little intro film every time. So we rode Guardians like two or three times, and then we rode Test Track. And we met some characters and wow. had food and drinks. How and long was that after party? It was from 10 o'clock to midnight. So, because see, we didn't do, we, they didn't have the, we did that at Magic Kingdom. We, uh, because you stayed at a certain resort. We were at a deluxe resort. So we got to stay in the park from 11 to 1. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. We did that I last because everything trip. was just walk on. You know that was all that was fantastic. Yeah, uh, we did the Halloween party Sunday night. So they had they had Guardians open for a standby Be- line because it was a charity event. Wow! And there was only like maybe five hundred people there. That's awesome. And so you got to go. That's I'm all at, I'd ride. I'd ride that all day long. Well, at the time we didn't know. Like we didn't know if it was like a one and done. Like if you could just get on it and 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 then oh, right. And then it. At one point, it got so late at the after party that they were opening up the express lane and the regular lanes. Like, they were just letting people in. That was one thing. I I will say one thing that I do regret. I wish that when we went through the genie line, I wish I would have asked a cast member if we could just go through the standby line instead. Because... I got online and I was looking, and there is a lot of stuff in the line. It's cool, but that, that you it, miss, you know. But, but, yeah, I'm with you on that. I understand. Like I've never waited for Avatar ever. Like I, the Pandora ride, I've never waited for a flight of passage in the standby line. Really? Ever? It's always been fast pass. There's or, some pretty neat stuff in there. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. I've always missed it. Yeah. I think, you know. Anyway, uh, that my goal is to get on the ride, you know, and I, sure. I, I get, I get it, you know, I get that. Uh, what I'm saying is, is we bought Fast Pass. I'm going back to my original point here. We bought Fast Pass one day because it was just the, the crowd was it was just insane. We were right. like, man, this is ridiculous. Well, let's let's just buy the Fast Pass. And then we only got like one or two rides at Magic Kingdom and then tried to use it at Hollywood Studios. Maybe it was Epcot. I can't remember which one it was. It was Hollywood Studios. And every single time like a, a rock and roller coaster would pop up, I'd, I'd go, oh, God. And I'd try to get it real quick and it wouldn't let me because well, somebody else would get it. Like, you know, it was it was used up for the day. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. you don't get up at 7 a.m. and pick your first ride. Oh, well, I did. Ride, yeah, that's what we did. I know, day. but even that, though, like, you're sacrificing something. It's not fair. Like, I, I miss the days where you used to be able to map out your entire day 60 days before you got to Disney World. Yeah. I liked it when you could go, okay, yeah, from 9 to 11 or 9 to 10, we're going to ride Spaceship Earth. From 10, 15 to, to 11, 15, we're going to ride Soarin'. From you know twelve fifteen to one fifteen, we're going to ride test track. Yeah, it, you know I miss those days where you could do that, and they've taken that away from you. Whereas we went to Universal Studios, and I could just go up there and go, 
yeah, where are the express lane? And, and like, and literally wait three minutes to ride the Hulk or yeah, Spider Man cool. or whatever. And you could do those rides multiple times. As I mean, many times you could get off and get right back on. That's pretty cool. I mean, we rode Transformers like two or three times because the boys wanted to. And you and and let me ask you this: So you make that drive that many like multiple times a year? We went. Uh, we've been three times this year. And you drive every time? Uh, I think we did, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's not that bad. I'm not a fan. Atlanta, we, Atlanta's the worst. I dodge Atlanta. How? I go through Alabama. Oh, okay. And it adds about 45 minutes, but it's worth it. Oh, man. Because it, does, it really add 45 minutes? Right. That's the thing. Is Atlanta's like, awful. I hate driving through well, Atlanta. Well, I don't go through the mountains that way. And I don't go through Atlanta that way. Huh. I go straight down through Tennessee, through Alabama, and then I'm in Florida. Huh. Maybe like that's said, what we'll do next time. It, it it says that it adds about an hour, but not really because of traffic. Right. But you do go through towns at 60, 65 miles an hour. Yeah, I don't know. That's whatever. Yeah, that's that's whatever. Uh, you got to watch more for police that way. Got to go to Bucky's for the first time this year. Oh, we stop at Bucky's every time now. What a what a redneck circus that place is. My it gosh. is, but it's cool, right? No, I I think cool is not really a term I would use. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, it's like, hey, come over here and get you your brisket sandwich. But hey, if you just go down this aisle, you can get a diamond encrusted steer skull. You know, it's like, what what is this place I'm at? Yeah, but I will say their gas prices were really good. I, I will say that their and gas prices were pretty phenomenal. Yeah, we we stop there at a different one like every time we go. <laughs> Like it the, is just. I mean, the kids have Bucky shirts and stuff now. No, it's just. I just. I. I don't. I don't understand the it's infatuation. A growing, it's a growing phenomenon. It really is, and it's. And I don't. I don't really get and it. I guarantee you, every time we go, we spend at least forty bucks in, <laughs> in merchandise. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah. So yeah, but we. Uh, you you say the Guardians of the Galaxy is, is the new best ride, man. Velocicoaster. Pretty great. Is unbelievable. Oh man, I can't wait. I unbelievable. am unbelievable. Totally do that. So we, I wrote it five times mm-hmm. in the one day we were. Or we you were had there, your express we were pass thing. Yeah. No, it doesn't have express pass. I waited in line five times for that. Wow. Yeah. So the wait wasn't bad. No, it gets it gets you th- uh, 30, 35 minutes. Oh, that's I mean, not, yeah, that's not it, bad at all. Like one time we got in line and it said forty five, mm-hmm. but it was like literally thirty. That's cool. And uh, so we wrote it. Uh, I wrote it once with Luke, once with Jack, and then I maybe then maybe I wrote it four times. But anyway, um, and then I said, "Man, you know what'd be fun? We got to ride it in the very front." Mm-hmm. And the boys were like, "No, I don't want to do that." I said, "Oh, come on, you know." And I had to do a little bribery, but <laughs> I, I told Jack, "I said, man, if you'll ride it up front with me one time, I'll, I'll get you like a you know souvenir pin or something, you know." And uh, so we wrote it up front. And I mean, it was just. It is so much fun, dude. Because like you go upside down, you sure. go like it's oh my gosh, and it's just a little lap thing. That or no, I'm sorry, it is shoulder. It is a shoulder thing. I won't ride roller coasters that are just like a lap bar. Because then the dangle, it's a your feet are dangling, right? Uh, kinda. But you're, there, there's a platform underneath your feet. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Maybe. It, like is it is it like it's like Batman in that respect? Yeah, yeah. At Six Flags. Yeah, but there's a, I think there's a little small platform below oh, your feet. Okay, okay. But the, gotcha. the ride in the front, like you're literally like it, it, when you're on the ride, you feel like you're like a foot away from the water. You oh, go upside cool. down, right by the water. That's cool. You know, and it's so much fun to watch people ride it too. Like most of them, you're like, oh, look at that guy over there. But like when you're watching it, when you're walking by, right, like going to Harry Potter World or whatever, you're like, man, look how fun that roller coaster is. It, yeah. it, it's a blast. Oh, cool. But uh, yeah, we had a we had a good vacation. There was not a 
a single day of rain, a drop of rain. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. Well, I think we, we had a little bit um, on our Magic Kingdom night, but even then it was hardly yeah, we, even worth mentioning. We, uh, we, we messed up and we didn't get the Halloween party. Oh, yeah. And we got there the day of, and I was like, you know what? Let's just ask if uh, the Halloween party is available. Mm-hmm. And when you drive, you have to go to the ticket center and then get on the monorail to go to Magic Kingdom. Right. Like, you can't just drive to Magic Kingdom. Right. Uh, so we get to the ticket center, and I said, I'm just going to go up there and ask her about it, you know. And I said, ma'am, is there any chance that you have tickets for tonight's Halloween party? And she said, let me look. She said, things change every day. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yep, sure do. And I was like, well, we want to do it. And so we, we, we came home. But guess how, Just guess how much candy we got. Oh, they dude, they, they are generous with their candy. Well, just like pound-wise. What would you think? Oh, I... I have no idea. 12, 12, 10 pounds? 11 and a half pounds of candy. I believe it. It was crazy. Because we had, there were six of us there with me and April and my folks and, and the kids. And we did each you had. Did you Halloween party? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did. And, and that was, and now, you know, okay. So. Even with your after hours, you still paid for the Halloween party? Well, we had after hours one day and then we yeah. just did the Halloween party the day before. Okay. Um, but, um, cause the, well, the after hours thing, you don't have to pay extra for cause you're at the Yeah. But the Halloween party is expensive. Yeah. The Halloween party. Well, April's been wanting to do that for a long time yeah. and, and it was really neat. Um, I'll tell you one thing. There was, there was a couple things that kind of took that Disney magic out of this trip Uh-oh. for me, man. Let me tell you about this. Okay. So we had my first gripe, my first grievance and, and this real dude, let me tell you how heartbreaking this is for me. Cause I'm a huge Disney fan. I know you are too. And we had, a uh, uh, reservations for Uga's Cantina. Yeah, at eight o'clock at night. Um, Ridiculously overpriced, by the way. Well, yeah, but it's. I mean, where else can you go to a cantina in Star Wars? No, I you get know what that. I'm saying? I'm just saying, like when I sit down, I'm like, "Ooh, this is so cool." And then I look at the menu, I'm like, Ugh! "Oh, it like, gets I mean, better." Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So, so we we all eight of us were there at this point. It was my in laws. They went with us as well, and they they had, stayed off property. You said yes. So, how many days did they go with y'all? They were with us for. They went to Hollywood with us, Animal Kingdom with us, and uh, they, um, I think Magic Kingdom for a little bit. So the six days they did four, three or four, yeah. But anyway, so which um, they they are not as mobile as as we are, so they had rented scooters and everything, and that's fine, you know, and all that. Well, anyway, so eight o'clock, we all show up at the cantina for our appointment uh, or reservation, so we're going in. And I wasn't even really. You get forty five minutes in the cantina. That's all. Oh, they get. limit you now. Yeah, because people are just trying to get in there willy nilly. So we're walking in. I'm not even really thinking. The woman's and she just, she says, "Is standing room okay?" Oh yeah, okay. I mean, I was like, oh, "We're only gonna be here for forty five minutes." I didn't really think about it. But keep in mind, we've been at the park all day long. So they stand us at one of these tall tables, right? Yeah. Well, of course, my 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 mother and father in law they they say we can't do this, so they just left. And, of course, the boys are upset because they've been staying all day, so we let them sit on the floor, which I hate to do because I'm just so against any kind of floor contact. Understandable. But they're kids, so whatever. Um, so, they're indestructible, right? Yeah, pretty much. So so we're you know we're, we're disappointed, to say the least, about this. Well, then, okay, to add another layer, they then come and try to stand two people at our table with okay, us. Okay, 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 okay. So in the past, the very first time I ever did it was the first time the land had opened. Uh-huh. They made you sit at tables with strangers. I wouldn't like that. I hated it. But you do cruises, though, don't you? Yeah. But your group is so big that you yeah. don't have to sit with other I mean, people. Oh, my gosh. There's, there were still six of us at this table, but apparently they can stand eight. Yeah. And so they, yeah. they did okay, that, go. and, of course, my dad ended up getting getting kind of heated with 
a couple of the employees because he didn't want people standing with us. And well, of course, what's frustrating about it? What's frustrating about it though is that we were a party of eight. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They seated a party of eight. So if but I would have, have to just, understand from a business, standpoint, I know. And, and but from, if I would have just said, "Oh, well, my in-laws went to the bathroom," I think we'd have been okay. I don't know. I mean, but anyway, but that was uh, that was that that took away from it a little bit. But then, okay, so <clears throat> that was one thing. Magic Kingdom one night, we uh, enchantment the fireworks. Uh, Fifteen minutes prior to the fireworks, dude, the place turns into a, just a riot. Yeah. Um. I got. We were walking to try to find a place, which I, which we wanted to meet Mickey and Minnie, so we did that first. Oh yeah. And and so anyway, so then we went to get you know a standing place for the for the fireworks. And I know you got a. It's usually a pretty good idea just to go ahead and get a spot like an hour early. I get that. But anyway, everybody is clamoring for a spot, and of course you know they're being. They're being militant about standing behind the tape and all that stuff, which I get. You have to have some order. Yeah. But anyway, so everybody's going nuts. There's, you know, 100,000 people there, however many. And I wonder um, what the number really is. I would love to know. I know. I'm sure I'm sure you would look it up somewhere. But anyway, and, and there's employees, supposedly. I didn't hear this, but my family did. They were moving turnstiles, and one of them, one of them says, I've never been trained in this place. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, straight up said that. Oh really? Yeah, and then like and like I we got separated. I got separated from my family. So like I watched from like Tomorrowland. I don't even know where they watched them from. But um, man, I saw people having full blown panic attacks. Like there was a girl I saw. She was like shaking. She was so anxious. Um, I mean, it was just it was just a mess. So like right before it ended, I walked off and just walked on the people mover. Yeah. And rode that. That was pretty cool. They were testing the Tron roller coaster. That was awesome. Yep. I got yep. to see a car there. Um, but anyway, and so I avoided a lot of like the mass exodus after the thing was over. Um, but like, I don't know. And, and I don't know what you can do to combat that. But it was just pandemonium. the fireworks show. I mean, it was pandemonium, dude. And it's a good firework. I mean, you want to see it. It's the, They project the stuff on the castle and all. You know. But I mean... Yeah, uh, I, I, I guess because of our Disney ship that we have, we don't partake in all that stuff. Yeah, and I get that. There, because we're there so often. Yeah, I'm not, see, like, we only go like, whatever, two, three, four no, years. No, I get so it. It's I'm like, not knocking you. Um, I, that was a joke. I was just kidding around. No. Uh, this this says right here, just to give you an idea, again, this is an this an average of 250,000 guests travel daily from yeah. the Disney properties. I believe it. So... It's realistically more around a hundred thousand, probably at just one park. Mm -hmm. But I, I remember the bus drivers when I was talking to them. He said that each park, each of the four parks, makes over a million something a day. Oh, I believe it. it and I'm telling probably you, probably every half. I think hour. I've already said this on the one episode before, but like you want to know that they're making money. Go to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and every single sucker there, <laughs> and I mean it, yeah. has Star Wars mm -hmm. memorabilia on. There's a line just to get into the uh, uh, the lightsaber store. Yep. And uh, I'll tell you something that made me mad, though. I got my Obi-Wan legacy saber over there. See it on the shelf? Oh, yeah. Nice. I uh, like it. Yeah. So I go to, uh, what's it called? Like Zach Den something? Oh, uh, Doc Ondar's. Doc Ondar's yeah, Den, Den of Antiquities. Den of Antiquities. Yes. And it's got the lightsabers in there, right? And, I'm, I and I, I go up there, and I'm like, before I wait in line, I want to ask him, do they have the legacy saber of Obi-Wan? And I was like, that's what I'm here for. Sure. And I, I go up there and I was like, hey, uh, any chance you got? No. You didn't go, even get it out? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Uh, but but I was like, uh, I said, uh, is there any Obi-Wan lightsabers? And she's like, no, we don't have those. And I was like, 
have you had them and they're sold out or just don't have them? She's like, we never have had them. And I go, okay, all right, well, that's no big deal. So then I go and I ride Star Tours, which is like from 1989. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the first rides that Hollywood Studio Great had. Ride. Oh, it's my favorite ride. Dude, not 1989. What is it, 30, how many years? 40, 40 year anniversary? 30? I thought it was 35, 20, 25. 30, 35. So anyway, 35. sorry, go ahead, sorry. So anyway, uh, uh, it would be 87. Okay. So, so uh, anyway, uh, my point was, is I got on the ride, and where does it lead you after the ride? Right into the, the uh, Tatooine, souvenirs, Tatooine Traders yeah, the, the, uh, gift shop, the yeah. Traders shop, and over on the wall they is, have is the Legacy Darth Vader and the Legacy Obi Wan, and they also had Legacy Mace Windu and Legacy Ray, I think, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would they not direct right. me to this store? Yeah, you know, like, is it possible that they don't know the other store has them? Well, um. See, let me tell you something else, though. And this is another cast member snafu. So that, that pissed me off a little well, bit. Well, yeah, it would me, too. Another cast member snaf- snafu. And so uh, we watched Harmonious at Epcot. Fantastic show, by the way. We wa- we watched from... I thought it was really good. Anyway, watch from... Katie loves it. I'm, I'm not... You know, I got, Again, I'm not a fireworky. Like, no, well, I, I can walk around and go, ooh. You know, yeah. I don't have to watch the light show. No, it was really good. But anyway, so I, I get what we, we watched it from Japan. So we're, we're like on the opposite side of the park from the exit. And so the mass exodus is happening after the show. And I heard like two or three cast members like yelling at another cast member. Hey, we're going to the break room. Like what? <laughs> like that is not to me. That is not Disney. Well, Walt would have been super mad about that. Oh, but, I mean, and uh, he should be. But like, I don't know. Like, like, like stuff like that really takes me out because I remember being a kid. Um, I remember being a kid. We, I had of course the autograph book, you know, and yeah, I went around. I did too. And dude, I would, I would have such good interactions with just, just pee on people. The monorail driver got his. And you know what? He did a sketch of a monorail in my autograph book. And I think that is you so cool. You got the cool. monorail autograph? He let us ride in the front with him. Well, they do that with kids. I know. But, dude, he was so nice. And then the bus drivers used to just be so You ins- got the bus driver's autograph? Dude, I'm t- he was that good of a bus driver. That's my point. And you don't have that anymore. And then, like, um, you know, it's just like well, little stuff like that. And you know what? You know what? We also went to Legoland this week. How was that? Well, I'll tell you here in a minute. But they have like these little like <laughs> they have like these little midway games set up, you know, like at carnivals, like you know. Are you talking about Legoland? Yes. Okay. You know, like throw the beanbag and hit the cans and stuff like that. Well, there was one. Okay, and I'll tell you, they had a big. Universal's like, real big about that too, by the way. But, oh, well, they they had a real big swimming pool with a bunch of rubber ducks in it. Yeah. And each duck had a number underneath, and you you get some you know different values, and you get the biggest sum, you get a bigger prize, whatever. Well, so there were two kids working it. Um, and I, I'm gonna, uh, one's name was Tiger and the other guy, the other, uh, the woman's name was, um, I wrote it down, but, uh, J- Janelise was their names. And so the boys come up and they said, you know, they said, Hey, it's, it's, uh, what was it? It was $10, no, $5 for three. I don't remember. It was $10 for three, $20 for eight ducks. And I'm like, well, I mean, I can't, you know, pass up a good deal. So I gave her 20 <laughs> bucks. And so each boy got to do four ducks. And this is what was so cool. So th- those two were working. And, of course, you know, there's 100 ducks in this thing with one on them, you know. And every time the boys would pluck out a duck with number one, they'd say, I'll throw it back in and try again. Well, it's probably and, they didn't have any business. Like, I mean, like, there were probably nobody else waiting in line to do it, right? Well, there, well, but there wasn't. But my point is, though, is that they're practically giving away these larger, gi- you know, prizes. Yeah, but they're junk gifts, though, dude. dude. I, I know, but... Here's th- the funny thing. 
I'm going back to what you're that's heartfelt. I get to it. To me, that was a Disney moment that they went out of their way to give us a better gift, dude. So my point is, though, is that we didn't have to pay extra for that. That was one of those things that just happened spontaneously that I would expect out of a Disney park. And I never got that Disney moment okay. at a Disney park this time. Not to interrupt you, but but again, we were doing those stupid games too. I think they're just money grabbers. Absolutely, stupid. like the, yeah. the, the prizes are absolutely stupid. Yeah. Like there's stuff that you could buy at Walmart for mm-hmm. four dollars. Yeah, I don't even know if they're four dollars. Yeah, probably not. Anyway, the funny thing is, what I was getting to is that we were over in Simpson Land at Universal, mm-hmm. and the boys obviously were like, "Ooh, carnival games," and they wanted to do it. And I said, "Man, look!" I was like, "If you think you can actually win this, I'll pay the money for you to do it. If you waste my money." <laughs> I'm going to be mad. <laughs> and Jack was like, no, I can do it. And okay. I said, okay, well, you get three baseballs and you got to knock over three in a row. Okay. You can't just knock over three. It's got to be three up and down or three left and right. Okay. And, uh, he throws the first ball, hits one. And I was like, Oh, whew, you know, Hey, this is going to work out. Throws the second ball. doesn't hit anything. Yeah. Like I was like, Oh shit. You know, like yeah. there, there goes his big prize. Sure. He's going to get like one of these little stupid you know, uh, vending machine prizes. Yeah. And then he throws a third ball and the third ball hits two at the same time and knocks them over right in a row. So he gets a, he gets this Homer Simpson, uh, plush stuffed animal. Okay. And I'm like, that's so stupid. I'm like, well, now he's got to carry this around. All yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going through the souvenir stores, like the universal, uh, main stores. That Homer Simpson doll mm-hmm. was there. It was $25. And you paid... It was the exact same thing that he got for like $8. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, like, because I paid for both of them to do it. Mm -hmm. Luke didn't win one, and so Luke didn't like his prize after that. It was a big deal, and I'm like, I'm never doing this shit again. It made me me so mad. (laughs) Because I was like, dude, you didn't win. You know, I'm like, I'm sorry. You chose the game. Mm-hmm. You chose the prize. Yep. You got Homer Simpson. You got a little barky dog looking thing. Yeah. Uh, sorry. You know, yep. and he couldn't accept that. You know, he w- almost wanted to throw it away. That's where I got the, p- the poutiness, you yep. know, and it got, you know, I would say that I throw those threats out there every now and then. They're like, well, you know, like, I was like, do you realize, you know, like, I'll, I'll grab a hold of them or something. Like, like, do you realize that there are people my age and older that have never mm-hmm. been able to come to Disney World or Universal mm-hmm. Studios and you've gone 11 times in 12 years? Yep. I was like, Jack, you have to appreciate this. Yeah. I was like, there are people that will never be able to afford to go, and your mommy and daddy are able to bring you this many times mm-hmm. in one year. Mm-hmm. And he'll he'll be like, oh, you're right, you're right. Uh, you know, but like, it doesn't know, sink in. It still it will one day. One day, yeah. Anyway, that goes back to my Pearl Jam experience with him. You know, I he's not me, right? And I have to accept that. And during the show. He's very tired. We've been walking around New York City all day long. Yep. And the show doesn't start till 9 o'clock. Right. And he's sitting there, and he's already tired. And he's like, I'm like, dude, yeah, come on, get up. You know, get up and fist bump. Mm-hmm. You know, fist, you know. And he's like, is this almost over? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it just, I mean, my heart yeah. just deflates. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I'm so uh, let down and disappointed. Right. But I can't express that to him because I don't want to make him upset. Right, but I can tell him that now because we're not in the moment anymore. And I'm right. like, man, do you know how sad I was? Oh and, yeah, you know, I was like, I, I thought that was going to be a really special moment, you know. And he'll remember it and know one day like how special that was to go to Madison Square Garden to see a band like Pearl Jam that won't be around when he's older. Sure, 
and he'll be like, yeah, my dad took me to Pearl. But but he will have to leave out the part that he didn't appreciate it. At the I time. sat down most of the show and mm-hmm. then I complained about, is it almost over yet? Yeah. And one day he'll go, man, I should have done that. Oh yeah. You know, and you just wish it was today. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, I know that over, like we go to, we go to Lambeau green Bay mm-hmm. every year as a family of four to have that family trip, a uh, special moment weekend. Yep. And right now, halfway through the game, they're like, is it almost over? Can we go? Yep. But as they get become teenagers, as they become a young adults, they're going to go, man, this is so much fun that we get to do this as a father, son, yeah. You know, uh, see, that's me in baseball games. Whenever we take the boys to a yeah. Cardinal game or something. Right now, they don't give two craps. No, I mean, you know, they they didn't care about it. Which which I will say, we have um, we have severely limited um, cell phone usage. Like uh, at at especially like when we go out to eat well, and stuff. You mean like you? Yeah. No. Like, th- well, I mean, I don't use them anyway because I like to spend time with them. But like with them, we don't give them phones. We used to when they were younger because they you were, give them your phone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. And so well, we don't anymore. And 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 I'll tell you what, it has been so nice because like Landon, Landon is he's he's like I said before, he's my creative. He'll sit there and draw at the table, uh, but Luke will engage in conversation with us. And so they're present. They're there. You know, they're not just droned onto a phone. And and it's just, it is so nice not having that distraction there, you know. These cell phones are the blessing and curses of society. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're so, so nice to have, and yet they're, the, they're so detrimental mm-hmm. to everything that we, you know, believe in and everything. Like, you know, you want to have a conversation, but... You know, I'm over here texting on my yeah. phone or looking at something, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah. you're not fully there. Oh, yeah, it's, it's awful. Yeah, it, it, it is the pure evil of society. Yeah. in a lot of ways, and mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like murders and stuff. Like we, that stuff happened when we were kids, mm-hmm. but we didn't hear about it. Right. Like today, it's instantly in your hand, instantly reminding you how crappy the world is. <laughs> right. But back then, and a part of it was we were kids. Yeah. But back then. That stuff was going on. Yeah. You just didn't know about it. No. As frequently. Well, not till the newspaper came out the next day. But even that, you maybe. Know? Like, as a kid, you definitely didn't read the newspaper. No, no. But what I'm saying is, is like... Well, I read the Sunday comics. That's about as deep yeah. as I went. <laughs> I remember... Do you remember looking in the... Or the like, movie times. We were, yeah, we were talking about that the other day. <laughs> like, you you would look in the newspaper for what movie was... What time it was showing, uh-huh. and then like, you would have to call the number, and like, yeah. sometimes you... Do you remember when you used to get there, and it would be sold out? Uh, I only ran into that I think like once or twice, and I couldn't tell you what movies they were. Well, I can't either, but, but I just yeah. remember. Being, oh, yeah. I, I remember going there and be like, "We'll have to, oh, oh, you know, man, like, the seven o'clock of you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. I think the phone would even tell you that, wouldn't it? Like when you call the number, be like, "The seven o'clock showing is." It sold seems out. like it. I think it did. Well, I remember. I remember too. Our local, um, our local bank had a uh, time and weather call phone. Uh, yeah. hotline and so you'd call it was I, I remember it to this day we called it time and temp yeah yeah 618-524-7777 and every time you know welcome to you know, city national bank blah 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 and that was how you found out what the like you said the time and temperature was ours was uh, 443-5050 isn't and, that funny and it would go it would go the time is 352 p.m. <laughs> the temperature is 62 degrees <laughs> Fahrenheit That's or whatever. so funny, man. And then, then we just hang up. Yep, you know, that, like, that'd be it. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's no, you know, because now we have, of course, our Alexas and our phones and, and all that stuff. And it is just, it is funny. It is funny how far well, it's come. Do you remember when 
<laughs> do you remember when Caller ID first came out? Oh, it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like you would I always see felt it. like you were like a Richie Rich if you had Caller ID. I was like, oh. <laughs> well, I remember when we got our first answering machine. You know, like I remember like the first time we ever like, we're not home right now, so leave a message. And then we're like, oh, let's listen back to it. You know, like it was just it was a little mini tape. And- see, now I, I remember more. I don't remember so much the first answering machine as I do the first digital answer a machine where you didn't need a tape. Okay. And I remember thinking that was, a I don't know deal. that I ever had a digital answer. Yeah. I remember thinking I that was a big, well, cause you just push the button and it's like, you have four so, new messages and well, this tell you. Like the, 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 uh, the analog one would also say that too. But yeah, see, but I, yeah, I remember but the see, ones back then electronics worked so long that we never right. had to get a digital one. It was like, it was that old classic tape yep. one and it worked for 20 years. <laughs> well, I mean, see, you, know, you could, you could also say too about, um, you know, the old corded, landlines and stuff like that and, and having whatever you'd call your friend's house or your in his phone would you let luke answer your house phone right now and like talk to somebody on the phone or or pick, yeah you would yeah oh like a landline yeah yeah sure really yeah why not do you think how old is he five okay do you think at five that he could pick the phone up and call your parents right now like just by memory no nothing written down oh with just the numbers no yeah not at all I, i've got video of me at at Luke's age, five years old, and I'm like, I just got back from Santa Claus at the mall, and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna call, and I, I picked up the phone, and I just like dialed a number. I was like, Hey, guess what? Santa Claus. Well, see, I, I'm like, man, that is that's insane because I say my, that. my kids couldn't do that. I mean, I say that, but he knows. My, I mean, he he knows your cell phone number. Your kids know your cell phone. Absolutely number. Absolutely not. Oh, see, Luke tells me my cell phone number all the time. Katie doesn't know my cell phone number. Really? Oh, I, that that's not true. I promise you, I could call her right now and say, What's my cell phone number? Do you know hers? Absolutely. See, I know, I know moms, I know dads, I know uh, yep. April's. Yep. And then I know her mom's because it's just like two letter, two numbers off. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 just about all I can tell you. I wonder if I call her right now, I'd put her on speakerphone, because she'd tell me my cell phone number. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Hang on. Just are, you, are we going to test a yeah, phone let, call let, system let's, right let's now? Let's check this out real quick. Okay, here we go, kids. She won't answer. Hello. Hey, you're on the podcast right now. I just wanted to ask you something. Okay. What's my cell phone number? Don't say it out loud. Then everybody can call you all over. Do you know my cell phone number? Uh, 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 No, no, listen. He said. Hello, yeah. Yeah. I mean, by heart, not necessarily. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. Uh, I I said, we're we're talking about like. I think I do. No, you you don't. No, No, you don't. (laughs) <laughs> okay. No, you don't. You don't. I, I know you. Phone. I know it's, it's in, in your phone. phone. That's that. The, that's not the point. Like the point was. And I have a piece of paper in my purse. Uh, you have my number on a piece of paper. It's in my thing. purse, yeah, in case I've left my phone at home. Yeah, uh, that's pretty smart. That's smart. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, well, I want to make sure I call the right place. Yeah, she don't want to just dial up some random guy. That is pretty smart. I never even thought about that. Yeah. But anyway, all right. That's all I needed you for. Okay. Bye. Thanks for being on the show. <laughs> No problem. <laughs> Bye. I can't wait to hear how that sounds. Uh, yeah, that that is funny though. Um, but I remember, yeah, I remember like when cell phones first come out, and I mean, I, which honestly, just outside of those numbers I just told you, I couldn't remember. Now, do I remember what our home phone number was when I was a kid? Yes, I do too. Do I do I remember my grandparents' home? Did you have phone your number? own line? No, I did. No, that was really cool. Cause like, oh, yeah, I'm sure it was. Because like, what what happened was is like my mom was a real or is a realtor. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
realtor. My sister got on to me last time when I said realtor. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's such a realtor. Anyway, uh, she was getting calls all the time, obviously, and she needed the phone for when she needed it for business. And I'd be on the phone talking to girls or whatever, you know, all the time. And uh, they oh, yeah, just talked to girls all the time. I did. Playboy, you boy, oh boy, I mean, you regular oh, Hugh Hef. It was probably me desperately calling. Me, hey, you want to talk to me? For is is, is, is Candace home? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I'd be on the phone, and my mom would be like, "I need the phone," you know. So they eventually oh, yeah. just kind of got my own line, and only had and I didn't have a call waiting or because that was extra, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I remember it was oh oh five nine. I remember the like, that's so funny. You know, my, my mom and dad's line was six seven oh nine. You know, that's like so I, just, funny. I just remember and. A lot of times I use those for passwords. And me, stuff, too. So. See, me too. Me <laughs> too. So, yeah. so if you uh, ever need to get my accounts, just... yeah. Well, that's that's uh, that's my thing. That's why I specifically did not say my home phone number because it's like I didn't say the first part of it. My pin for just about everything. Oh, it's not my pin for anything. It's just, I have it included on passwords. Like I'll, <laughs> it'll be like you know whatever, blah blah blah. And then the last four digits or whatever. But it is but, funny because like I remember, um, uh, like my my grandparents' number was four nine two zero. I remember that. Um, Grandparents, I, you're gonna get past me on that one because uh, I'm trying. I can do mom, dad, sister, me, wife. Uh, I could. I used to be able to do like work. You know, like, yeah. I used to be able to do that. Now I can't do that anymore. But that is uh, funny because I remember like back with the flip phones and all that started really coming in. And I remember thinking, man, I don't know their phone number if I like because I lost my. You know, phone the first phones though, would just it would just say incoming call. It yeah, would, it didn't say any. Didn't, num- have their didn't show on. a number. Didn't say a number. It's like, what's the point? Well. You were just always terrified to answer. You were always just like, "Oh no," you know. Well, like, do you remember? Do you remember calling up your buddy's house and their folks answering and being like, "Hey, it was you know Tim, Timmy?" Absolutely, home? it's so weird. Yeah. And then, oh, and don't even get me started on internet. What was bad though is when you called a girl, you'd be like, is, "Oh is, yeah," is, especially is, if their dad answered. Yeah, is uh, you know. Yeah, because you were always Ugh. like, "Oh man, I hope they answer." I mean, that wasn't like so much a problem with me because I didn't really call a lot of girls, but. If you weren't I a playboy. Had, I wasn't. I wasn't a Hugh Hef like you were. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but no. And then like like I said, don't I even give me, don't even get <laughs> in my dreams. I called yeah. a lot of girls. Yeah. But um, and talked to a lot of their dads, and it was yeah. awkward. But um, but anyway, no. But then the internet would dial up, and it took up the phone line. Ooh, yeah. Oh, mama. I, mean, I remember uh, my buddy that had dial up before us, and we would go over there and probably do things we weren't supposed to do on the internet. <laughs> And it, it just, I just remember that, like, how long it would take. And, like, we were, we were like, hurry up. His mom and dad are going to be home any minute now. Well, see, you know, like, not even so much that. But then if you try to call somebody, yeah, if, they're, if, if they're in the middle of, you know, an hour-long internet session, and you're like, oh, well, I guess we're on You know, we internet. never had AOL or anything. It was always just dial-up or not. You know, like, we had dial-up, yeah. and then we had whatever was the next one. Uh, I had I had plenty of AOL trial disks. Those well, were yeah, everywhere. But did but you ever use them? No. Ne- never did. Uh, us never either. Once. Like we never had AOL. No. Uh, what was the other one? Wasn't there another one? Yahoo was real big. Yahoo was a bit. Yeah. Like, was real I just, big. We'd never used those. We had. Dial-up. I still have a Hotmail account though. I have a Hotmail account. It's oh, my I- Xbox account too. That's my Xbox account also. <laughs> uh, and my dad has one too. Like whenever That's I funny. set him up with an email at the time, Hotmail was still relevant. Of course, now what is Outlook? It's Outlook. I guess. Now, I think. Like, uh, when did Hotmail not become cool? When Google became a thing? Mm-hmm. I Gmail. Guess. Yeah, Gmail. Gmail. Sorry. Yeah, Gmail. Uh, yeah, I've got a Gmail now that I've, I've I've actually gone through because I get so much freaking spam. Yeah, that I've gone through now, and I use my Gmail for most of my like my bank, my you know uh, yeah. Sirius XM. I've got a professional account and a personal Gmail uh, email. What do you consider? Uh, which one? Do, which one is your personal? 
Seach out. The Hotmail? No. Oh, no, no. I, I, the Literally, the only thing I use my Hotmail for is Xbox. I'm, oh. talking, I'm talking Gmail accounts. I got two Gmail accounts. Oh, okay. I got like a not so serious, but then like if I ever put in a resume or something, I've got like a professional one too. I got you. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah, because I've got like, yeah, the Packers fan is one of mine. <laughs> Shadow Fox doesn't, doesn't, right. You know, and then I've got a B farthing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and and but, I got a C choke. So yeah, but, absolutely. And yeah. So, but yeah, anyway. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember phone numbers. And I, I knew that she wouldn't, but I, I'm, I'm very, very surprised that, uh, she has it written down. That's smart. I guess it is. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, and kind of roundabout way, she was our first guest too. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Brock. I told Brock last night that he, <laughs> he would be the first guest, but uh, that didn't work out the way that I thought it would. But hauntings, homicide, and hearsay is a horror podcast that talks about exactly that. Join the host as they present and surprise each other with discussions about America's most notorious killers, haunted happenings, and urban legends with a little bit of comedy thrown in to shake things up. Hauntings, Homicide, and Hearsay is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many more, so don't delay. Give them a listen today. So, let's... I've been wanting to do this for a while now, and we've been talking for a little while, I get it, but let's talk about some things that annoy us or things that would get you hot, like get you mad. And actually I witnessed one a little earlier today that is, <laughs> is one of my pet peeves. When we went to Walmart just a little bit about two hours ago, traffic, like yeah. just there's a lot of things you could say about traffic, but yeah. like we were at a red light and this guy was waiting to turn right. And he had a huge trailer on the back too. By the we way. weren't even waiting. It turned green as I'm coming up to the intersection. That's true. We we were he at, had a red we light. We were pulling up to the four way, and as we were pulling up, our light turned green. He was on red, and he went after seeing us start. Mm-hmm. And uh, Colin did the old honkaroo thing. Yeah, I hate know. doing that. I, I feel like man, so stupid. If there's one person on this earth that hates honking, my dad. <laughs> my dad just hates people that honk. Oh, it, really? Like, That's funny. But it's so funny because uh, he got so mad the other day in Nashville traffic, like picking up somebody. I think it was my, my mom. She got back from Hawaii or whatever, and he picked her up. He honked. Uh, like, my, <laughs> my, my mom was like, oh, traffic was so bad, your dad honked. I was like, oh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, push the old nuke button yeah. there. Huh? But, like, when we went to New York, it just... Uh, uh, oh yeah, they all con- that's yeah. constant. Well, that's how they let people know they're there too. And yeah. I mean, you know. So, but also at Walmart, we saw again uh, one of your things that you saw was bumper uh, stickers. Uh, bumper stickers, uh, and it said, "What did it say?" Like you oh, know, behind every behind every uh, bad bitch is behind a car- every bad bitch is a car seat. <laughs> oh, Lord, pray for whoever's in like, that car seat. Like how stupid is that? Like, how- oh, dude, beyond stupid. Like, I'll tell you what. One of my favorite, and this is this Do the is, family ones bother you? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, if every it's- single one. Listen, uh, Daniel Tosh has a very short little thing in his stand-up, and he says, <laughs> "This is all pretty heartless." So please, I'm just, I'm just I think loosely you said this before. I'm lo- about ahead. yeah, how he was talking about uh. It doesn't matter what it says. To him, it reads, I'm poor. Yeah. yeah. And he said, and then he said, uh, he goes on and he says, um, you know, as if my, as if my ride to work isn't depressing enough, you've got to make your car a, a, a memorial yeah. to somebody. And, and he said, then I, then I've got to do the math to see how old they were. <laughs> when they die. But anyway, and he goes on and that's pretty funny, but like I've seen, I saw one, uh, I've seen this one pretty recently powered by bitch dust. That's a good one. What does that even mean? Like like pixie dust. 
because it's got like little. It's in like the B is in like a Disney. But like, font. is 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 being a bitch? Is that good? Now? I guess for that lady, it is. She's powered by it, so I guess it is. <laughs> I mean, people are, just, uh, you know. And then uh, of course, um, I got grandkids up in this bitch. That's really? A, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen that one a lot. I wonder if this is is this a a local thing? I like, hope not, but I, it very well could be. I, I don't know because I haven't. I just like what like you just feel so just led and so convicted by this powered by bitch dust that you have to have it on the back of your car. And then there was another one. Listen to this. So I, I don't know if you've seen them. This, these stick figures having intercourse with the big it. Really? Have you not seen this? Uh-uh. So obviously, so this is your, it reads effort. It reads that, but it's a oh. stick figure, like humping a big it, it word, the word it. And so this happened the other day. So with with younger kids who are you know budding readers, sure, I'm very um, aware of what these idiots are putting on their cars. And so like this particular one, it was of course the stick figure humping the word it, and then it said and or no wait before I'm sorry before it says it has the it says before and then it's got the it with a stick figure bent over in front of them. My gosh, yeah it. FSU is the thing is what it reads as. Well, of course, so my son, my reader is in the front seat with me cuz my cuz I'm I'm janky and have a broken car seat in the back or yeah. not car seat but uh, seatbelt. Anyway, and he says it before it cuz obviously he, he doesn't read the stick figure. And I said, "Yeah, I said I think it's wrestling with it. So wrestle it before it wrestles you." Wow, look at Isn't you. Isn't that smart? I'm so proud of myself. I'll, I'll pat myself on the back there. And so and so he bought it, you know. But I'm just thinking, man, like what a what a trash bag. And then like and, it is like and people about- like people like, you know, I okay, another one. And, and another one I saw the other day, a pickup a pickup truck driver. He was meeting me like I was coming and he had literally and this is pretty common I've seen in in pickup truck drivers. Um big. I mean, it took up literally been half the windshield. There's no way this guy was not looking through these letters to drive. Fear this. I mean, I do because you can't see where you're going, dude. So yeah. And I just, again, I just think, man, like you felt so strong about fear this. Almost like a tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you felt so strong about what that. What about the balls hanging off the back of a truck? Oh, truck nuts. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I wanted to just, I mean, first of all, that's the trashiest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and that became so big there for a while. And I'm just like, what a, just a ridiculous Well, something thing. that starts out funny, it ends up becoming. See, it was never funny to me. It was just gross. Well, I, I understand that, but I'm just saying something that starts out funny, like let's go Brandon. Oh, I'm so tired of seeing that And too. it becomes a. I call it an epidemic. <laughs> yeah, it is. Dude, so I mean, we were on our way uh, when we were driving. This guy, we were behind this guy, and on one corner of his rearview mirror, let's go, Brand- or not mirror, but when, when you know, back window. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon. And on the other side, hashtag FJB. And I'm like, dude, what a trash bag, dude. I mean, I don't care about, you know, if that's your political stance, whatever. But why are you putting it to where humans I don't know, can dude. see it? I mean, like, uh, yeah. Oh, it's just oh. See, this is a bad topic, dude. Because I'm riled now. No, man. it's what it's supposed to you do. You got me all riled. Now, it's what it's man. supposed to do. I I count like on a daily basis. I think I count like five to six cars that I encounter every day that park on the line or across the line, <sighs> and it just irritates the living crap out of me. Pickup and, drivers are in in uh, problem people with yeah. that 
to, and that I see more often than not. I'm not saying all pickup drivers don't know how to park. All right, but what a lot about of... on the topic of traffic? Again, this is what we're going to talk about for a few minutes here. But sure, what about interstate etiquette? Like, okay, for instance, like you just drove from Florida. Yeah, what lane are you driving in? Um, a lot of times I'm driving faster than most people, so I'm in the far left. Uh, okay, but, but when let's, I'm let's just... say the speed limit's seventy, you're going seventy four. Sure, where are you at? Um. As long as I don't meet anybody, uh, right lane or middle lane. Okay, yeah, that's, I mean, that's my thing. Is that I, I'm in the right lane or, or the middle lane? Yeah. If I'm going the traffic, sure. Speed. I'm sorry. Yeah. If I'm wanting to pass somebody, I get in the left lane and sure. then I get back over. Right. Now there are circumstances where like, if you're the only car on the interstate and the left lane's smoother than the right lane, sure, yeah, I'll be in the left lane. But for the most part, the left lane is not for driving. Yeah, it's for passing. It's for passing. Which a lot of times, like, I'll be going, like... And you I'll, being from Illinois really shocks me that you understand that. Because well, Illinois yeah. drivers are some of the worst drivers in the world. Well, you know what? One thing I... One thing, well, I mean... <laughs> I thought you'd take offense to that. I mean, more. I do, but I'm just going to overlook it. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, like, um, I mean, despite the fact that we have drivers that and you guys don't. But anyway... Um, we don't have to have it. You know what's funny? You know what's funny, though, about that? Uh, I noticed that Florida drivers outside of Florida... Hog the left lane like crazy. Florida drivers in Florida don't, and I don't understand that. I've been flashed, like the lights, like the lights flashing me yeah. in the middle lane. Middle lane. Oh, that's And dumb. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's dumb. I, and so I got so perplexed by it. I had to go to work the next day, like when I got back from vacation, I said, is the middle lane not for riding the speed limit? I mean, yeah, it is. I thought the right lane was kind of for exits and big trucks. Right. Middle lane is for traffic. Yeah. And then left lane's for passing. Yeah. And I always thought that. So that guy's confused. And not just it wasn't just one person. Like I got flashed multiple like, times. In yes. The and I was one. I was like, I started to wonder, like, do I have a something hanging out of the back of my car? Or <laughs> is my do, gas cap open? Yes. Like I was right. like, man, something's going on. Right. And eventually, like, I just gave up on it. But I, yeah, like the the interstate etiquette is a huge deal to me. Sure. And semi truck drivers just absolutely think they own the road, yeah. man. Like they're they're just good. Like I'm coming over. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. uh, how do you feel about like, what, what, what is your general response of you're looking about, you know, two or three miles down the road, you see a police car on the right side of the road, like on the shoulder, like pulled. I coast. So do you don't, you don't attempt to get in the left lane? Oh, wait, wait. You mean when they're stopped? Yeah. Um, if there's not a car beside me, yeah. Cause you're, it's legally you're supposed to, cause okay. I got a ticket once I got a ticket once in, um, in Metropolis, um, it was a trap is what it was. They were trapping people. And, um, what it, what it was is, uh, it was, there was a turn. We were coming up to a big intersection. I was needing to turn right. And we were coming up to the intersection and there were three sheriff's cars, uh, with their lights off. I think one of them might've had their lights on and a wrecker truck. Cause apparently a car broke down or something, which why there were three of them there. This is, this is why, how I knew it was a trap. So again, they're on the right side of the road. We're coming up on the intersection and, and I mean, I'm slowing down, but of course I'm in the right lane next to all these cop cars. Cause I'm needing to turn right. Well, I got a green light, so I'm still going and I get past them and I go, well, as soon as I go past them, one of these sheriff's guys chase me down and slap me with an $800 ticket What for failure to, uh, get over for an emergency vehicle. Oh my gosh. Yep. Did you have to pay it? Um, luckily I have, um, a contact 
in local government, and he Holy got he got a bump down. He got a bump down to a six hundred dollar ticket. You had to pay six hundred dollars. Yep, one hundred percent entrapment on that. Um, because I didn't have a choice. I was turning right. So, I mean, I'm not going to get all the way in the left lane and then have to cut across all this traffic and then don't even try to tell me I didn't slow down because I was coming up to the intersection. So I'm slowing down anyway. Oh so, my gosh. I yeah. would throw up. Oh like, yeah. I, I mean, was pretty, I was pretty, I had to go to court and everything, dude. Oh my Yeah. God. I had to go to court and Did everything you over that. to the judge? Well, I know. Cause, um, no, because it, I mean, there's no, cause like I said, it had already been bumped down. But don't you go up there and you have to say guilty, right? Like, no, I'm, no, it wasn't like that. It, oh, because it was one of them deals where like they they like rapid fire, you know, you have to show up. They say you got to pay this. You don't have to pay this. You got to pay. This. You know, I don't know. Oh, it was okay. it was a weird it was a weird situation. Yeah, that, but, gosh, that's insane. Yeah, it, it was pretty mad. That that one really bugged me. There was another one, um, which I got this one dropped, but this was really irritating. It was back when I was in high school, and I was picking up my then girlfriend from work at the mall she worked at the mall and i was in her car uh it only had one headlight which i'm sure is what is one of the things that pinged this cop i used to think so but you don't see it much anymore yeah, i know it and and when people drive without their headlights on that's another pet peeve but anyway so so i it was it was 9:30ish cuz that was about what time she came out and of course the mall's closed at 9 so there's nobody in the parking lot and it's right behind where uh, Dix is yep. now, and I'm cutting across the cutting across the parking spots to go pick her up. Well, I didn't see the lights. I'm like, oh boy. So he comes up and he says, uh, he said, "Do you know what you were doing?" And I said, "No." I said, "I mean, you know, I don't." And of course, I'm complying with police, you know. And and I said, "No, I don't." He said, "You were." Uh, he says, is "This your car?" I said, "No, it's my girlfriend's." I said, "I, I just brought." She said, "He said, he said, uh, well, uh, I don't think she would appreciate you driving it this way." And I'm like, "What? You, what? Like what way?" And he said, "You were cutting across the parking spaces, slapped me with a twenty dollar ticket, twenty dollars, <laughs> literally, Ben, twenty dollars." So thankfully, again, I knew somebody at the station and called and I said, man, is there any, cause I mean, that was going to ding my insurance and everything. I mean, get the heck out of here, dude. And he said, oh yeah, you're good. And he expunged it from my record, but it's just like, what, what a petty thing. What a petty thing to do. Cause I explained to him, I'm just going to pick up my girlfriend from work and yeah. you know, and he's like, oh, I'm going to write you a citation. And like, who, who do you see that doesn't go across those parking spaces? Well, if nobody's there, nobody was even there. It's crazy. Yeah, it was that, crazy. That is, that is, uh, so that was pretty frustrating to me. I'll too. tell you something else that about again cars and stuff. The, talking about fines, like how difficult is it to prove that you have your seatbelt on or not? Like when they pull you over, they it's just absolutely their word against yours. Oh yeah. Like they could be like, "Well, you didn't have your seatbelt on." Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh no, I saw you. Well, man, that that's kind of like I hate. I hate those videos of those pompous. Let's just call it what it is, assholes, on YouTube where they just roll their window down like a millimeter and they go, yeah, yeah no, I'm, this is all I'm legally obligated to do, and I know my rights. You're, yeah. a, you're a sovereign citizen. Yeah. And like they're talking to police with such disrespect and stuff. Now, having said all that, I don't like that. But, but I'm like you. I show the utmost respect to police officers. Sure. But there are buttholes out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And there are those that take advantage because of their badge. Sure. And man, I just, I think about how difficult that would be to argue that point of like, I had my seatbelt on. 
And I'm not one of those people that's going to drive around 24-7 filming myself just to prove it. You right. know, like, because there's those freaks out there that are like, uh, I had my phone on record. It was going 45. Yeah. You know, like, I, good for you for having that proof, but do you really want to do that all day long? No. You know, so, yeah, that that that's annoying to me, too. But uh, what about shopping carts in a parking lot? I think anybody that doesn't at least put in a shopping cart returns a total piece of garbage. <laughs> Like it's like, cause see, and uh, see though to extend that just a little bit more. And again, this is a very contextual thing, situational activity, but as far as getting stuff off a shelf and not returning it where it's supposed to go. And this is my retail experience talking. I think those people for the most part are pieces of crap too. Like you've if, never done that though. I have because I was in a hurry before, but I mean like if you don't have anywhere else to be and you get a pair of socks, walk around the store for a little while and I don't want these socks anymore. Don't just put them in the toy section. Put them right back where you <laughs> got them. I just did this. See, that, that drives me, that drives me crazy. <laughs> I just man. did it. in The Walt Disney store. Well, well, because it was insane. Well, yeah, that place is nuts. And, so again, there's, well, there's, but, there's situations. I still did the, it was a jerk thing to do. Yeah. I mean, I, but, I, I admit it, but like, I remember I was carrying around this something and, and we, I mean, you talk about anxiety. Now, there, there are hundreds of people in that store. World of Disney, just, yeah. Yeah. It's, the world, a, the world of Disney. Yeah. yeah it's bad. At Disney Springs. And they are just, you cannot get your, I mean, for me, I freak out. And I love concerts. I love wrestling events. I love, you know. A cast member sideswiped Luke with a uh, card and didn't say a word about it. Wow, really? Yeah, I was pretty pissed about that, too. Yeah, see? so I told I, April, I said, I don't even, I said, I don't even know what to say to that guy. I'm so, I was just shocked. I was shocked. Yeah. And he was just some kid, and he was just doing laps around, I guess, looking for stuff to restock, which, yeah. whatever, that's your job. But, like, and Luke was, Luke was walking, but, like, and he was kind of, like, wobbling a little bit, because, I mean, that's just, he's five years old, whatever, yeah. that's what he's doing. But, yeah, he, he got sideswiped by this guy's card. This little punk didn't say nothing. Wow. And I'm like, really? That like, is kind of crappy. But anyway, but, sorry. Go but ahead. yeah, I, I did. I did that in the heat of the moment. I was just like, I, I, you know, one of the boys, I think, ended up making me kind of mad or whatever. And I had something in my hand. I was like, so you don't want this? You know, and they were like, no, I didn't want it. I was like, fine. And I just, I put it on the shelf because yeah. I, I was not going all the way across the store to put it back. Yeah. And again, realizing what. I'm with you. I, I, I do think it's kind of crappy, but I've done it. <laughs> I mean, well, and I have too. I, I, and like you know, I said, and, but in that being said, and of course it doesn't matter to the person that restocked it, but I felt really bad about it. What the, <laughs> so you had to go but buy. As far as carts. No, there is no excuse to leave a cart in the middle of the park. You had line. to go buy a new microphone and you chose the second one on the thing. What did that lady say to you? She goes, you know, what did she say? Um, because I would have done the exact same thing. That first box was open. It was open. It was clear. And I'll be perfectly honest with you: the seal was broken on this one. Yeah, but uh, you know, but you know, whatever. It's Walmart. I don't expect a yeah. But, quality but she said something to you. She's like, you know, what? What did she um, say? No, she said she was in support of me doing that. She's like, oh, oh I, thought, I get it. I yeah, thought, she's like, I okay. thought she was saying like, you know, how many people go back and do the same thing? Because we were we were both said like, yeah, we go about two or three deep in before we take the first one. Yeah, you know we don't. I don't just buy the first Snickers in the box. I reach back there and take like the fifth one. You know, yeah. whatever. But yeah, I, I just okay. Here's a big one. You ready? Uh huh. Talking in the movie theater. Jeez. Oh, I suppress my anger for people that talk during previews. For really? The, for the most See that part. irritates the crap out of me. I mean, it irritates me, but I'm not gonna be like, hey, shut up. You know. I'm not going to do that during previews. Uh, Will now, you do it during the movie? Well, now see. Okay. I think we've talked about this before. I'm really big. Um, during the opening credits, before any dialogue, it bugs me. But again, I'm not going to say anything. Now, 
If people are talking on the screen, I'll turn around and ask you to be quiet. I've never had to, thank goodness, but I would. All right. Now, an extension of that, whenever something big happens, whenever Yoda pulls out his lightsaber or, uh, or, um, or, you know, Avengers assemble those big moments and the whole stupid yeah, mongoloid crowd starts <laughs> screaming and, and you miss three lines after all that happens because all these morons can't contain their excitement to, to clap for a cast and crew that is not existent in the theater. I get furious. That makes me so mad because let me tell you something. It's just like <laughs> clapping when the credits come up. See, I Those love pe- this. I love this discussion. I know here. you do because it's making me mad, and I don't. I'm not a mad person, but <laughs> and so of course you're just you know relishing just, it. Yeah, relishing this moment. No, 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 no. So. First of all, the cast and crew ain't there. They can't hear you. They don't know. You could boo and hiss at the screen. They wouldn't hear you. They don't care. My point is, be quiet, enjoy the movie, and just quit. Just don't be a total moron slash geek slash nerd. Just idiot. Were you for five seconds? So let me enjoy this movie, please, the way it's supposed to be. Were you ever on a ride at Disney where they clapped at the end of the ride or cheered? Um. Or have you, have you ever done that? Like the only thing, the only thing. Okay, when it comes to that, as far as like a straight up round of applause, those people didn't build that ride. No, but a straight up round of applause is dumb. Okay, now when I get off, I'll be like, "Woo, yeah," you know, one clap maybe, but I'm not gonna be like, "Bravo, Disney, that was amazing, that was amazing." I don't know what that's gonna come across as like me clapping, but I think. Ooh. It's- Ooh, <laughs> dude, people. Oh, see, my blood pressure's going up. See what you're doing to me. This is frustrating. I this love is, it. I well, know well what's something else? Come on. Okay, I got, I, I've got, I've got a few written down. Right. I've got a few written down. Okay, a really big pet peeve of mine um, is when people. Okay, you're in a hallway. All right, you're in a hallway. Won't get out of your way. No, well that too. Oh, but you're in a hallway and you're walking down. It's just you and this other person. You yeah, know? you and this other person, and you're walking down. You make eye contact. Good morning. Or good afternoon, or have a good night, or how are you doing? Nothing in return. <laughs> Nothing. It's like you POS. I went out of my way to ask you, and I don't care how you're doing. I don't really care. But I you're just asked being polite. you. I asked you how are you doing. I expect some sort of response. And if you just sit there and stare at me. I'll, I, dude, I've gotten, I've gotten Larry David about this before. For example, me and my mom, when my mom used to work at, at, at the hospital with me, uh, we, she'd walk me out. Did she retire? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she, she she'd walk me out. She'd walk me out at the Happy retirement. Uh, yeah, absolutely. She'd walk me out at the end of my shift. And, you know, of course people are coming in when I'm leaving, whatever. So of course they're not in great moods cause you're going into work. You know, I get it. Oh, I totally understand. And I'll be like, uh, you know, me and mom will be talking, whatever. And then we'll meet somebody. I say, Oh, Hey, good morning. And of course, they just look at me, and and you know we'll get three or four or five steps past. I'll be like, I guess they're not very talkative this morning. Oh, I'll say stuff like that. I get really Larry David about it because I just don't care anymore. Yeah. It just ticks me off because I just feel like that is so incredibly rude. Now, if you don't make eye contact with me, then you're just kind of like, eh, is a head not okay? I would, I would. Well, you it have depends. to verbally is there a smirk. Is there a smirk no, with the head just, nod? Just like I mean, I've I've been I've got on an elevator before and been like. You know, just kind of. Are you head. gonna ride an elevator with him after that? Well, oh, know. that's awkward, dude. Is it? I mean, if nothing was said, was there a like, smirk? Was there a smirk? What with do you the mean, head like a on? smirk, like a smart aleck smirk, or like a 
No. Like, hey, how you doing? They'll be like, mm-hmm. Like a fake no, no, smile. No, no, no. I'm saying like no verbal is exchanged. It's just like you walk down the hallway, I walk down the hallway, and I just look at you and I go, oh, no verbals? Yeah, yeah whatever. That's fine. I don't care. I mean, like, because nothing Cause that's says at least That's to... at least acknowledgement. Yeah, you don't have to say anything. If I open my mouth and and oh, use no, no, my no, no. and no, no. use my voice towards you, I expect something. I'm not something talking to about act. that. I'm talking about if like if you don't say nothing and I don't say nothing, we can just kind of nod at each other. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's so, reciprocal. That's yeah. reciprocal. I thought uh, you were totally going to go the route of I'm walking north. This guy's walking south. Who gets out of the way? Oh, dude, there's a doctor down at where and I work. Ninety nine percent of the time, it feels like I'm the one that always gets yeah. out of the way. Yeah, there's a doctor down at work, which he's really full of himself anyway, so it doesn't surprise me. It's not uncharacteristic of him to do this, but he'll do that. And I have brushed him before because I'm like, you know what? I'm not moving today. <laughs> and you know, and I, and and I, I today's the day. Him. Yeah, today's the day. I'm going to do it. And um, but but again, he doesn't care. He don't think nothing of it. Yeah. And that's very frustrating to me. Yeah, it's because it, I'm not a big doctor fan as it is. And oh, really? Oh gosh. You think no. they show a sense of? I think I think I've met about three of them that I feel like are worth their pay in my entire life. Ooh. And I've worked around a lot of doctors. Hey, that's a good pet peeve too. Like you go to a doctor's office, you're paying them, and you have to wait, and then they hit you in another room, like Jerry Seinfeld used to say, yeah, and then he put you in a smaller waiting room. Yeah. Well, see, and so. And then that kind of gets on the onto the whole bedside manner debate. Like, do you want your doctor to be personable or do you just want her to be good? You know what I'm saying? Can't you be a mix of both? You would think, wouldn't you? Yeah. But you know, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them that aren't. I and feel like my doctor is pretty good about that. Like, he'll come in and be like, "Man, I hadn't seen you in a while. How you doing?" And then it'd be like, "All right, let's get down to what well, we're doing my, here." My my primary care physician. He has he um he's been our family doctor for three generations now. Yeah. My grandpa, my dad, and me. And he's always very personal. He's got to be old, right? You know, you'd think so, but no. So he was young when he saw your granddad. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, and he's, and he's always super personal. I I think he's, uh, very professional and I think he's good at his job. Um, but, but, you know, and so he's one of the stand, he's one of the ones that's worth his pay. I'll say that. Uh, but, but yeah, there's very, very, very few I've ever met that I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're a good doctor, man. You know, you think it's like a, is it an intelligence thing or what is it like? Is it? Uh, I think like, I think there there probably is a lot of a like a superiority complex because I mean you know you got to think about it like Neil deGrasse Tyson does he come across as pompous sometimes I think so yes and that is because he literally knows so much more than you you know what I'm saying yeah and so I think I think it's almost impossible for there not to be a little bit of that um, yeah I mean it, it's kind of an it's 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 sewn into some people too oh yeah oh yeah through their you know because I, I remember. It's so weird how impressionable like college can be, mm-hmm. you know, or high school too, I guess. But like more, I, I'm gonna go along with more of college because that's kind of where you start to develop your uh, really adult opinions. Oh you yeah. Know? And I remember being at Thanksgiving one year, and my niece, my wife's niece, my niece through marriage, she was sitting there and she was talking about how her college professor was saying that like spanking kids was wrong and, and that she believes that it can cause irreparable damage. And, I'm, and I was like, I said, excuse me. You know, like I said, I spank my kids. Yeah. And I said, they will do, uh, that will do two things. It'll teach them right from wrong. And it'll, it'll ra- it will raise them with a respectful fear of authority. Yeah. And like, I know my dad, Spanked me, and to this day, I would never want to start a fight or anything with my dad, like disrespectful wise. You know, like I, I would never take it to that level because, for one, out of fear, but for mainly because of respect. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 
you, and I, and I'm one also when I get pulled over, I'm sitting there hands on 12 and two or what, 11 and two, whatever yeah. it is, 10, 10 and two, 10 and, 10 two. and two. And I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, no, sir. sir. Absolutely. Sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Right. You know? And I'm like, I was probably speeding, you know, or you know, <laughs> just whatever I have to do to be polite, sure. to be fun, easygoing, and respectful. Right. And I've only gotten two speeding tickets in twenty three years. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's I've considered that a success. You know, yeah. I've been pulled over five or six times, right? But only gotten two speeding tickets. You know, yeah. so uh, something has to be said about pol- you know politeness. Yeah. And so, like, maybe that guy that you're crossing paths with in the hallway and you speak to, you know, uh, maybe he might help you one day. You know, if if, if you would have went by and been a jerk, you know, it might have been on the wrong side. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you never know. Maybe that guy you're passing in the hall is actually Jesus. Well, you never know what your actions could cause, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, what's another one you got? Okay, another one I got. Um, I, uh, let's see here. Um, oh, man. Okay. So this happens at work a lot, and not a lot of my work friends listen to my show, so I can I can kind of talk about my work friends a little bit. But like, um, I I find in in just general uh, everyday life, whatever you know, you you work beside people and they talk out loud to themselves. Okay, you know, um, like you know whether they're shopping or like, oh, that's a good deal, or oh, you know, whatever, uh, or if they're trying to figure out something on the computer, well, this should be there, this should be there. And they're sitting there talking to themselves, like, out loud. Yeah. You know? Well, so you naturally develop a filter for stuff like that, right? Okay. So you're sitting there, and again, not paying any attention to their conversations they're having with themselves. But then they tell you something, and you just, you're filtering it out because you don't know who they're talking to. And then they get mad at you because you're not listening to them. Okay. And I'm like, I don't know when you're talking to a real person or not. So you don't like self-talk? I mean, there's sometimes I feel like it's probably okay, but for the most part, I think it's an odd an odd trait. I don't, you know, in which, keep in mind, I'll see something on, you know, I'll, I'll be clicking around on a computer or something, and I'll be like, ugh. But I'm never just like, oh, okay, so this one goes there, that one is, hmm. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't have full-blown conversations with myself. I never have. And I think that I think that that's a little odd, and it bugs me when people get mad at me for filtering them out. Whenever you know, which it is funny, I will say, um, I will be, I will get engrossed in something, and people will be having a conversation, and uh, well, like this happened last night. As a matter of fact, it's kind of funny. Uh, I was engrossed with what I was doing, and they were having a conversation. They asked me something, and I just didn't. I mean, I just didn't hear them, and they threw a piece of candy at me. And <laughs> I said, "Oh shoot! Did you all want something?" Do you ever find yourself interrupting in somebody else's story that you weren't even involved in? See, I try not to because I hate it when people do that to me. So, like, what if you're okay? So that's another one. Because like, I'll, I'll I'll be having a conversation with like, a say, me and you are in line for a movie. Yeah, and we're talking about something. The guy behind us butts in. I'm like, oh, okay. So you don't like that? No, I hate that. Dude. You see, I'm I'm hesitant to do it. I have done it before. Like where I've been, like you know, that will be like okay, Disney World for example. Mm-hmm. This this happened. Uh, this is another. You can tie this into another pet peeve. We were waiting in line for Rise of the Resistance, mm-hmm. which is a very long line. Yeah, you, oh, know, yeah. you either pay to ride it or you get in line, and right. it's a long line. Oh yeah. And uh, it was the end of the night. The park was closing. Once you get in line and for a ride, they let you ride that ride, no matter if the park closes or not. So we got in line at like eight fifty mm-hmm. and got to ride the ride, but but park had closed. 
people kept coming up through the line and like cutting us like oh, yeah. oh my my my, yeah, my uncle's up here, here yeah. my uncle's up here and i was like how how true can these stories be for three let's say three or four people because yeah. it happened like three or four times it caused conversation amongst the people in front of us, people behind us. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm talking about. Like you don't want to butt in their conversation. Like you heard a husband and wife behind us. They were like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And then I turn around and go, yeah, it is. Right. Yeah. And part of me is like, should I say that or not? See, should I, should I, I, think, just I think sometimes it's appropriate, but like you said, like if me and you were having like a debate about, I don't know, star Wars or something in line right. at the movie theater. And this other guy comes up and he's like, yeah, but actually uh, Count Dooku then was in the episode. Two. I'd be like, dude, get out of our conversation, man. Like, first of all, I appreciate your and I'm not going to tell this guy this. I'm going to be like, oh yeah, okay, and then we'll just <laughs> turn our backs to yeah, him. Right. Talking. But yeah, no, that's weird, and that's what it's funny too. Because like I'll, I'll be sitting there talking to somebody, and there'll be somebody else talking there when I'm not talking to them at all. I'm strictly looking at the person I'm talking to. See, I'm trying to be very non-specific. If you haven't noticed, and <laughs> and um. And, and this person will just add on stuff. And I'm like, dude, first of all, no one's talking to you. And I want to say that, but I, I never would because that's just so rude. But you're not in this conversation. It's an A-B conversation, so see your way out of it is kind of what you want to say, you know. Yeah. But, but oh, man, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a really big one. What about earbuds? People walking around talking on their phones on earbuds. I do that when I go to work every day. Oh, I have one earbud in. And you're either and listening to music or you're well, on it. I, I I call my mom on my way to and from work every day. So you're talking out loud, walking yeah. through. Yeah, but not like not you know. I'm not having like, hey, how you doing? There? Yeah, but you you're know? probably talking enough to confuse somebody. Oh yeah, it confuses me when I see so people doing so it. So that's not a thing for you. No. Um. Now see, now I will say though, it does kind of bug me whenever you are in a setting with somebody and they have both earbuds in. Yeah, I mean, because then I'm kind of like, really? So like, my my presence, and that sounds stupid, but my presence is not important enough to you to just have one headphone in. So maybe if I wanted to talk to you, I could hear you. You know, and I know that's that may be self importance to me, but but that I just that think bugs phone me. calls in a public places can be. Oh, don't even get me started on walking down the sidewalk with your phone on speaker. Like, well, what is that about? Yeah, that's that's a little different. Like, what is wrong with you? All like, right. first of all, I don't care anything about what you guys are talking about. So why are you making me hear both sides of that conversation? Right. You know, but anyway, go ahead. What were you going to say? What about uh, people that eat loudly or like chew loudly? Like, I, I don't run into that very often. Okay. So that's not a big one for me. All right. What about like a, a repetitive noise? Like, I, I remember one night I was sitting there clicking my pen at work and yeah. I had my headphones on and I was like listening to something and just <laughs> clicking my pen. I remember Chandler like literally got up out of his chair, come over and grab my hand because I didn't even know I was doing it. Yeah. You know, that's hilarious. I, I think about that because I've had coworkers that have done other things like watch YouTube videos or something like all with the speakers on. I'll say that. And I'm like, dude, nobody wants to. If you're, if you're the only person, if you're the only person watching whatever it is, yeah. then yeah, I shouldn't be able to hear it. Now, if there's like two of you, whatever, it kind of bugs me sometimes if I'm not included, but if there's like two or three of y'all watching it and you still hear it, whatever, that's fine. Here's a good one. Okay. What about when the plane lands? people getting up immediately out of their seats, no matter where they're located in the plane. Like what's the etiquette there here lately here lately though. The only problem I've had with that is, um, or I haven't really had that problem lately. Okay. Last I've been on, but yeah, no, there's no reason to stand up while you're, you mean while you're still taxiing? Like the plane is going over to the, the you're still taxiing. Yeah. Nah, yeah. That's dumb. 
like sit down, dude. You're just like, making you're making like they're the situation. getting their luggage out of the yeah, thing. There's already. no reason, and they're for that. they're behind you. Like they're not even in front of. you. Like, I'm sure that ticks the what, flight attendants. What's the off, exit dude? strategy for you? Is it front to back? Yeah, like row by row, right? Like a, like a funeral or a wedding. Yeah, right? unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I mean, unfortunately, I mean, I think, I think it's just. Etiquette. I'm always in the back of the plane, so that's why it's unfortunate. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, you know. I got one for you though. Okay. Um, whenever people mispronounce very common words, like supposedly, or or there's the, the library or oh, the Valentines. See, that I bugs mean, me because because I always want to correct them. But, but then you've you, never done that. Uh, I'm perfect. Ben. <laughs> you should know that about me by now. But no, like 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 stuff. Like I think that. it's an accident sometimes. Sometimes, but the but problem is, then if you come and, and then if you come and and uh, correct them, you're the a hole. And I, so I don't like to correct people. See, but. we have a really fun time at work doing that, though. Correcting. Yeah, like it's part of the fun. Like when we, you know, we'll say, "Hey, Chandler, pronounce this word," and like he'll <laughs> and he'll pronounce it, and we'll all just laugh because it's not the correct, you know. Um, like, like I remember, I was like, "What's the capital of Minnesota?" And he was like, "Which I, I don't even think it is," but he goes, "Minneapolis." Minneapolis. And I was like, uh, "That's awesome." You know, like we all had a good laugh about it, you know. But anyway, it's all I can do not to correct people when they say, you know, supposedly, and then of course, of course, then on like Facebook, mess uh. uh Profile uh, 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 statuses. Yeah, you know they'll be okay. They'll, they'll do your. And Hold on, let's what that you just opened up Hell's Gates right there oh, for Facebook. Why? I'm trying to think of how to word this without being so offensive, but <laughs> like, what on earth is Facebook for? I don't know. You know, like I mean, think I of, do it to keep I, tabs on people. No, no, but I'm trying to be as polite as I could possibly be. Who? cares <laughs> how many times your baby went poo poo today <laughs> i love that's what it's funny you say that you know what i'm saying oh like, absolutely I, and I it get, was it was worse in the early days of facebook see i think it is way worse and again i'm a religious person there is nothing wrong with asking for prayers okay yeah I, let me get that out there yeah uh, prayer is a strong great thing mm-hmm. great a great thing to have and a great thing to ask for if you're humble enough to do that but there are people on Facebook that will be like, you know, I just I don't know what their purpose of sharing this information is. Right. You know, like I get saying like, hey, life is being kind of tough on me right now. Could I, I could use some support? Yeah. Prayers. That's prayers, nice. Prayers appreciated. Yeah, that's okay. But to get on there and be like, oh. I got something going on I can't talk about right now. Prayers would be great. I'm on step ten of step twelve of the AA program, and man, I just times are tough. I just I don't I I, I don't know, dude. Yeah. Like, I, it's hard for me not to step on toes because I understand people have different struggles and sure. trials and all that stuff. But man, Facebook is 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 just so so stupid. Of course, I, my my favorite my favorite uh, they've got the the memories. Yeah, uh, feature, and so you get to see what you posted on this day, you know, and a and then lot people of, repost that. Huh? No, it doesn't repost it, but it shows you what you posted, you know. Yeah, okay, go ahead. And though. so, like, uh, I always get a big kick out of it because back when Facebook first started, you know, you had to put your name in the update. Like, yeah, like Ben is. Yeah, like Colin is having a great day today. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. And so, like, it's just funny the stuff that you that I used to write anyway, because yep. like 16 years ago, I come across one, and it said Colin is very tired today. Yeah, and I'm like, why do people? Care? Exactly. Or then, dude. like, um, like, oh, then it was funny. I was, I, I got pretty emo, uh, 
apparently 15, 16 years ago. Because I said, um, it said, like, uh, Colin doesn't know if he can get any lower than he is. And I'm like, what? This like, might this might hit you a little bit, too, because I, I'm not sure. But, oh. but, like, the happy anniversaries and mm-hmm. things. Yeah. What is the point of that? Oh, I just think it's a nice thing. For who? Like you could just text your wife or call her or sit right next to her. Oh, you mean like wishing your your yes, like like um. I think you might be guilty of that. Actually, I am. I am. It's a public. It's a public display of affection. For who? Like the public. They don't give a crap. No, like, they then they don't. But I, I think. I mean, that, like, I just don't understand. See that one, you, that one, that one. I'm, I'm, I'm a little on on the Facebook side. I think that it is a nice, grand, a grandish gesture to put all that on Facebook. Because I mean, you are you are putting your feelings on there. I don't know you make faces, but you are putting your feelings on there, I, and and it can be pretty sappy. And a lot of people don't like to be sappy in front of people. And so I mean, I, I think I think it's kind of like it's kind of like sending flowers to your wife at work. No, it's not. How do you figure? Because that is a personal thought that like you're not there with her, or you right. can't communicate any other way to get those flowers to her. I this don't. Put, is... I don't do these updates when me and April are on the couch. That's weird. I'll do them like if like she's at work or I'm not in the vicinity. But that's you something to do that you could just get her a card, or you could text her, or call her, or or send her flowers. Why does it have to be on there for everybody to see? It's ooh, look at me, look at me, congratulating my wife for being married for ten years. I'm like, it's just it, it to me, dude. It is so self-serving, and so look at me, look at me, attention, attention. I need attention. You don't think of it that way. You're looking at it as a sweet gesture, but like, yeah. why can't you just do that sweet gesture privately? You can. That, that's that's a huge, huge gripe with me. I've been logged out of Facebook for two weeks now, and I'm so proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Like, it is the devil. And I just, <laughs> I, like, I don't care how many doctor's appointments you've had. I don't care like, how, how how tall you are now. And I, I just don't, you know, like, I'm, I'm thankful for the birthday notifications and stuff. Yeah. You know, I know my birthday was just like this last week, and people got on there and said, happy. Yeah. thank you for that. I appreciate it. I have quit birthday. Why now. can't they just text you happy birthday? A lot of people did. A lot of people did. I mean, why? Oh, I'm with you. It's stupid. I've quit. I don't tell people happy birthday on Facebook anymore. I don't because I just think that's a little different. That's a little different because there are people on Facebook that I do not communicate with on a daily basis. Right. That is a little different. But me putting a picture of my dog on there and going, Sam had his uh, four year checkup today. Oh, he's such uh, a cute dog, aren't you, Sam? You know. He don't care. Yeah, he he's doesn't asleep. care. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he's sitting there next to me asleep. But but what I'm saying is, is like nobody gives a crap about Sam weighing sixty pounds as a nah, fat right. dog or whatever. Sam needs exercise. He loves the outdoors, but you know uh, <laughs> sometimes he likes having his snacks too. Like it's just who gives a crap? Like yeah. I, oh, I hate it. I hate Facebook, dude. That's uh, that's one of my biggest ones. Let me see. Um, I'm kind of frustrated about. This is a this is a minor a minor thing, but like parties of six or more automatically have a twenty percent tip. Oh, I hate it. It's like so so. What happens with us? Like a lot of times, we'll go out to eat with my folks and the kids. So that's automatically a party of six. But mean, we're two you different mean every bills. Time you go out to eat? Huh? <laughs> Do what? I said you mean every time you go out to eat? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. But anyway, so like it's an automatic twenty percent. So I mean the the waiters, no, that's wrong. the waiter, that's, that's wrong. the waiter or waitress could be complete garbage. Yeah, and they're already getting a twenty percent tip, and and it's frustrating though too. So do you add more? Nah, I did at Disney a couple times. 
I did Disney a couple times because it was an automatic 18%, but our servers were, whenever we had servers, we didn't go out to eat that really all that much, but whenever they, whenever I did have servers, I'd give them an extra couple bucks because they were just, they were above, those were above the When you said honest. extra couple bucks, are you rounding it up to 20% or like? Yeah, basically. basically. I, I have a severe problem with that too. I, I understand what you're saying. I, I don't, I don't care if it's six or more, but sometimes restaurants just have it on there well my point is though too so like okay why is i mean it's multiple tickets so like they split the tickets and so Uh, well not to take up for the restaurant whatsoever but you are taking up that space for a bigger party but but, i'm not supportive of it i'm just saying i mean but if, if it wasn't six then most likely it'd be four but you're saying but you had a smaller table Sometimes, sometimes they give us, you know, whenever I'm four, they'll put it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, did, I, I no, understand what you're saying. No, too. no, I'm not supporting the restaurant in that decision. I'm just saying I'm trying to justify it. I'm playing devil's advocate. I, I do not support a automatic tip. Don't like it. I'm a good tipper, especially if the service was well. Right. But if the service is not well, it's not fair for me to pay an 18 percent right. tip to a shitty waitress. Agreed. Just putting it bluntly. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's not that's not okay. Um, that, that should be like illegal, really, is what it should be. But anyway, uh, all right. Then my the last one I've got listed is uh, when people don't recognize my sarcasm. That's tough. Though, well, man. no. So, and I'm saying when it's blatantly obvious. Okay, so like, listen to you. It some is. people's telling me a story. Uh, yeah, and well, and then my dog died, and then I'll be like, oh, that's great. They'd be like, no. Oh, well, that's. Okay. And then they're like, no, it really wasn't. Okay. And I'm like, so you really thought that I thought it was cool that your that it was great that your dog died? Like, it's, I, 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 that happens to me all the time, dude. Like, oh man, I, you know, and then, and then, uh, and then, um, and then my hamster, or you know, or something, something died, or then I stubbed my toe. Oh, that's fantastic. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> it's like, dude, you really think that I thought you stubbing your toe was fantastic? Like, come on, man. Okay, well, if you're doing it in person, it's one thing, but like through a text message or something, that's oh, text message is different. Yeah, that's yeah, I, very, I get that, but no, I'm hard. I'm saying verbally, in the room, yeah, and that happens to me all the time. I don't know if I'm just that good of an actor. I don't feel like I am, but people just don't recognize well, my sarcasm. I know, like I know people that I work with that they're, well, I'm a good example of it. Really, is that like I can write on a piece of paper a saying, mm-hmm. and I could go into an office and say it to somebody. And they take it the opposite way as it was intended. Sure, you could go in there and read that same sentence. They go, "Oh, Colin, you're so funny." That's yeah. You, Certain people can get away with other absolutely, stuff. Yeah. and right. I'm not one of those people. I never get away with what I intend on being a joke. It's taken the wrong way, right? And I have people that I work with, and the guys that work with me know who I'm talking about. That just hate me because of how they don't get you. That's right. Yeah, they've misinterpreted how I've talked or represented myself. And I'm the furthest thing from that, you know. I'll tell you, if I'm not knowledgeable in something, I'm I'm humbled. I don't know, sure. you know. Uh, but what about what about significant others who adopt their interests and habits of their spouse or, or partner? Such like, as, well, you're a good example of it not happening. Uh, you're a gamer. Uh-huh. Like it'd be like April. Like you met her, you dated her, you got engaged, y'all married, and now she is just like the biggest gamer in the world. Ooh, you know, Twilight but, Zone. That'd be weird. But, but it'd be, That'd be awesome. Well, honey, if you're listening, no, she's not really into it. She's doing it just because it's what you like to do. Honey, if you're listening, be into it just because uh, I like to do it. You're you're not going on that. <laughs> no, I, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I'm just. I guess what I'm saying is, is like, okay, because <laughs> this would bother you. I think it would anyway. Like, okay. say you and April did divorce or whatever, right? Okay. And like now, all of a sudden, she's a huge Cardinals fan. 
after the divorce? Yeah. Like, why couldn't you be a Cardinals fan order together? Exactly. You just, you, you, well, or this is a pet peeve. It's, 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 you run into this a lot. I have friends that have spouses, or my wife has friends that have spouses that do, have done this. Like where, like, if this person's into sports, well, now that person's into sports. Well, I think it's only kind of natural for owners. To of start course, you're going to find the right way. Well, no, listen, and this this is this. just an analogy. I feel like it's just kind of a natural for owners to start to look like their dogs, and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, that's an analogy, but I'm just saying. I'm not going to say you're wrong about that, but I'm know, talking about when you see an habitual, like, you see it, like, over time, that person over time with different people have just adapted to whatever. You know, like, before they were like, oh, God, I hate football. And they're like, they get with a boyfriend or a or girlfriend and they love football. And now, like, go football. You know, that kind of thing. Like, you know, like, I guess you're not. No, no I, just, I, I feel like it's. um. I feel like it's kind of natural to want to be into the things that your SO's into, you know? All right. That didn't go over like I sorry. thought it would. But. I apologize. And, yes, I just shortened significant other to SO. That's what the kids are doing these days because I'm hip. I'm That's down. Ben I'm, and Colin show. I'm down with that. I'm, I'm down with the hip. Oh, Tyler, Tyler wrote you an email apparently or something. Tyler did? I thought he wrote you an email or something. I'm not. Oh. I've checked it in the past few days. I don't. What about one uppers? Oh, do yeah. you like those kind of people? <laughs> Heck no, dude. You kidding me? If I've got a good story, don't come back with a better story, I whether worked, it's true or not. Don't I worked do that. with a guy that, like, no matter what you said, he had done it. Yep. And he had done it better than you. Yep. And I remember like sitting there in the break room, control room, we call them, and. Another guy came in. He sits down. They're both hunters, you know, and and they're sitting there talking about their like deer hunting methods or whatever they're doing, like what yeah. kind of what kind of feed they're putting out to taunt the deers with or whatever. Deer, sure. sorry, taunt them. <laughs> but uh, uh, I like that. That's you good. know, and he was like, "Yeah, I got this new shotgun." And the guy sitting next to him goes, "Yeah, well, I got the you know, and, and just yeah, uh, yeah I, I got mean, this new twelve gauge. Well, yeah. I got a thirteen gauge. Yeah, like, immediately one up him, you know, but, yeah. but like." I just I can't stand that. Yeah, know, it's like, pretty frustrating. I agree. Yeah, so that, that I guess I'm running out of stuff here. Kids, but. kids, um, kid happenings and stuff is is there's there I've uh, like if you say oh my kid did something the other day and then this person will be like yeah well my kid did oh, this better the yeah, other day yeah that that is that's I a think with children trigger. though it might be the most unintentional. You think? Well, I, I want to go that way because like what I'll do is I'll try to share a story. Yeah, and I'll probably have unintentionally done it. You know, that's my that I've never set out to go. Oh yeah, well you know like <laughs> you want to say, well guess what my kid yeah, did. Yeah, but I, I think with children, I think that my, or, or it may be the most intentional. I think you can go either way yeah. on that. Oh yeah, I think depending on what kind of parent you might be, if you're an obnoxious parent, you might intentionally. I know a few. I mean, I know a few people that are that are like. What that. about like? Parents taking sporting events like your kids are in t-ball, right? Or like Luke they, is, yeah, yeah. Like, and my kids are playing soccer and football. Like, parents acting like it's the NFL playoffs at the game. Like, hey, that was a you know, like. Thankfully, in t-ball, we've not run into that. You, too you much. haven't encountered that yet. No, not yet. Even as a coach, you haven't had parents complain to you about anything yet. Um. Well, we had a situation in a practice earlier this season, but I mean, it was it was just a misunderstanding and. Um, and I mean, it got resolved pretty good, but as far as, yeah, as far as, um, like umpires and all that stuff, no, cause I mean, they give these kids $20 a game to umpire a bunch of little rugrats running around the bases, you know, that hardly know how to play the game. Um, 
so I think I think parents were uh, overall are pretty understanding about that. That being said, um, I'm the head coach of of his team, and so if I were to ever see one of our parents, you know, yelling Get out at of line, him, yelling, I, I would I would I would have no problem saying, "Hey, listen, we got to calm down a little bit because that's this is t-ball," you know. Which that being said, it's funny because uh, I have gotten criticized before for being that too intense person um i get i do get competitive when it comes to that and and whenever are we talking about like what's your example well this particular this particular example was it was um uh, pitching machine it was a pitching machine it wasn't t-ball but it was pitching machine and again it's just kids and everything but like I, i i get excited on the field you know, and I and I yell a lot because I mean, a lot of times at that age, that's about the only thing they respond to. Again, don't get me wrong, I'm not yelling. Why are you stupid? Can you get your head out of here? You know, I'm not that guy. That's insane. Um, but like, um, I I do in the back of my mind because I mean, I'm sitting here yelling at these people's kids, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, I hope I don't like make some of these parents mad because I mean, well, of course, you have to think about that. Yeah, I mean, and I do. don't, but I don't, but like. Like I don't ever yell anything at somebody else's kid that I would care for somebody yelling at my kid. I get that, but they don't always know that. Right, right. And so I, I'm and, with and, you. And on that's that. the thing too, you know. And just like I always say at the end of this show, you know, I'm open to feedback. If you've got a problem with the way I'm doing things, tell me, and I'll, you know, I'll do my, what I can to fix it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I'm doing anything wrong until I find out, and I tell April that too a lot, because, you know, you'll be like, "Hey, are you okay?" Or, and she'll be like, "Yeah." Of course, you know what that means is no. And and I'll tell her. I mean, I've straight told her several times. I'll say, "Listen, I said if I've done something wrong, or if you're mad at me about something, I said you got." Are you tell an me. agitator though? Do you let it go, or do you let her have her space, or are you going to constantly t- oh, until no, she tells you? She gonna- she has she has had to tell me before on several occasions. Just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. And and I hate that because I want to fix it. It really it crawls all over me to let her let her stew. Because I always feel like I can say or do something to make her not mad at me, but sometimes you just can't, and and you know, and and uh, which that doesn't happen very often. She's at least publicly that she tells me, you know, but I'm a guy and I don't always pick up on cues, so you know, you know how it is. Yeah, but I just I just I wondered like having your uh, frame of mind like. Like you said, you got to fix it or you got to make it better. Mm-hmm. I just I wondered if you were an agitator, like if you bothered her until she told you what was wrong. Like you know me, I'm just gonna be like, I, I'm not that way either. Like I, I'm uh, I'm like April. Like just give me a minute, just leave me alone. I've been on yeah. midnights. I'm irritated. You know? I have a real hard time doing that. To answer okay. your question, yeah. yeah see, like I. I just I know like I'll go over there and unintentionally be like short with my mom or my dad yeah. or something. My dad understands completely because he comes from the same background. Yeah, with the shift work and but all. But my stuff. mom, she'll be like, "You're in a bad mood," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Well, yeah, I I didn't even know that, but yes, right. I am. You know, right. it, it 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 takes me a couple days to get over midnights, and right. by day two and a half, three. I'm I'm better, uh-huh. but uh, I'm very ill-tempered and, sh- and sh- short, you know, with people, without even knowing it though. Like that's the that's the downfall. Sure, is like you don't even know what you're doing because you're so drained, you right? Know? But anyway, all right. Well, I, th- I think this has been a good enough catching up episode. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's great to be back. I will say. Yeah, and because uh, you you go to, you go and see somebody every day, every week, once a week for a while, and you you get into that routine, and then all of a sudden you don't see him. Well, we and, got what fifteen episodes in, and then we took a two week break. Yeah, we're so, just like, ah, hey, you know what? Let's just uh, we're yeah, doing so. so well. We're so successful. Oh yeah, you know, just, Jimmy Fallon is just knocking on our door. He is. Oh, yeah. I, I keep trying to. I keep telling him, dude, we'll do it when we get time. I keep yeah, telling. Yeah, and tonight she'll just have to wait. Okay. <laughs> But we, you know, we've fallen way behind on our Game of Thrones, uh, and so I, I hope those are still relevant when we do <laughs> record those because the finale is coming up uh, again Sunday. Uh, I, I think, uh, which we can say this because this is going to be a pretty up to date. Well, we have to post posting. this as soon as possible. Yeah, oh yeah. And so. then, and then, you know, Monday we'll meet for this coming Thursday, and you know, we'll we'll do we'll we'll get caught up and maybe get ahead of time again, hopefully. Uh, but uh, this has just been a catching up kind of thing where, you know, I know you guys are missing our voices, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we've probably uh, we've probably hit some uh, some nerves on some of the sensitive stuff that make people mad. Maybe you're one of those people that we get mad at, at or we're one of the people that make you mad. Uh, <laughs> right. that, that that could always be a, a possibility. And learn your cell phone numbers. You know, learn learn your cell phone numbers. <laughs> I, I, I think we've learned a lesson today that, and if you don't learn them, write them in your and write them on out. Yeah, that really shocked me. Uh, and put it in your purse. kudos to Katie for uh, having that written down because that's uh, that's pretty crazy. Because yeah, who, who uses paper anymore? Oh, I will tell you something makes me mad real quick. Oh, okay, I'm paying for karate and they haven't gone in like two weeks and it makes me <laughs> so mad. Like I, you know, like I'm paying for that. And you can't suspend it like a gym membership. No, it's a contract. Oh yeah, that stinks. You're it's right. a contract, That's a and point. it's up in May, and I am counting the days. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I think unintentionally, I've made my children look forward to not sure. being in karate anymore. Probably didn't mean to, but like, whenever I yell out loud, like, I took a hundred and thirty-five dollars out again today. You know, like, <laughs> it just uh, it really bothers me. Hey uh, man, so, I, I'm not gonna. Never mind. What? I was going to say, <laughs> Sensei Joe's got to take them girls out, buddy. Uh, <laughs> oh, you remember his name. I, think, nice. yeah, he's, he's, I love him. He's a great guy. So Do you I'm know like, him outside of there? No, but he seems like a really nice kid. You went to how, how many sessions did he go to? Oh, we did for like two months. Did you really? Yeah, something like that. Whatever the free period is. Oh, and then two you just backed like out like a coward? Yeah, yeah. You couldn't sign up for three years? Oh, no, sorry. My gosh. Three years. And then on top of that, dude, like it's like a two hundred dollar package you have to buy, like for uniforms and stuff. And uh, you like, can't put a price on self defense, Ben. I hope, <laughs> I hope one day I get a call from school and they're like, uh, "Mr. Farthing, we need you to come up to the school. Uh, Jack has attacked, or you know, Jack has beat up a Jack kid. Jack just straight Cobra Kai. Yeah, punk. and I, I, I hope to get there and go. Oh no, what happened? What happened? And then they go, well, uh, this kid was pushing Jack in the lunch line, and he karate chopped him right in the throat. And I'll be like, oh, well, that's Paid what off. you I'll be like, that's what you called me up here for? Yep. Like, Paid good off. for him. Yep. Because I've always told him, I'm like, hey, don't start a fight, but end one. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And so, anyway. All and speaking right, but, of ending things. Yeah, if and, and if, like like he said, if we triggered you or got you mad, um, the best outlet to do that on is uh, to email me at Ben and Colin Show. Uh, at gmail.com. I say that every time. Send me an email, please. I will get back to you. Several people have, and several people have gotten replies. Heartfelt, genuine, authentic call in emails. Call in emails. Uh, and I'll, and you know, and if you want to, uh, if you want to print those out, we'll be doing a, an email signing. Um, <laughs> 
sometime in the future, I'll be more than happy a to podcast con. Pod- <laughs> Gosh, podcon. Can you imagine how many millions of people would be there? Like, I'm talking oh. about just the podcasters. Oh like, yeah, it, yeah, it's such a like everybody's got a podcast. It'd now. be it'd be 150,000 booths and three guests. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we'd be we'd be going around to each other's booths. Is what would <laughs> right. Just like, uh, but yeah. uh, well, thanks for hanging with us this long. Sorry we were gone for so long, but we are back now, and we uh, we plan to be around. Uh, until our subscriptions do. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, yeah, no, thanks again for listening. We appreciate every single one of you guys and uh, look forward to the feedback in the uh, Facebook comments and, and, uh, emails and everything else. And, um, that's pretty much it for this episode. So again, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Bye.